Hello, Panther fans. Howdy. Hello. Welcome to another edition of the Hell Podcast. Summer version. Man, we've got... The boys. Listen, girls. Tonight, <laughs> tonight, we have to count how many episodes we've had because we, I think, are getting close to episode 100. It's yeah. got to be getting close. I didn't it's even got to be it. getting close. Like, we've got to do something special for episode 100. I don't care what we got to do. If we have to go, like, steal Coach Mack yeah. out of his uh, house or something like that, you know, hold him ransom. I don't know. we got to figure it something out. might be cool. a good invite everybody grill out day for episode 100. Yeah. yeah. Since we're not having hillbilly days. Try to have, like, everybody on that's already been on yeah. or having everybody here that's already been on. Rim we can have, machine yeah. instead of hillbilly days, Doug, we can have the hail holiday. How about that? Yeah, there you go. The hail holiday. All right. Man, I am J.R. Robinson, Pikeville High School, <laughs> class of 2010. Over to the right of me is my idiot brother, a.k.a. Lightning, a.k.a. Mr. TP, Mr. Heath Robinson, Pikeville High School, class of 2000, just kidding, <laughs> not T-95. And over across the table is the owner of the Precipice Porch. The owner of the Honeycomb Hideout. He is the master of Chi, and he is our Hall of Famer, Mr. Douglas Powers, Pikeville High School class of 1997. Every time you say TP, I think of Jerry Maguire, <laughs> the, the guy that's like the hot man for his brother. It's my brother TP. <laughs> Who got his leg cut off in a boating accident. Or Introduce me as that from now on. Introduce yeah. me as my brother TP. Okay. Yeah. I was going to think of something with nose guard in it, but I'm <laughs> uh, Heath knows nose guard, but that's Doug, so we can't take that. So, yeah. but anyway, hello, brother McGuire. <laughs> anyway, we got an action packed week to go over. We got some stuff that's on our mind that we got to get, you know, it's hidden deep down in here, and we got to get it off our chest, you know. Some stuff that uh, and we, we have, have a, a strong opinion about. We have a cool topic yeah. to discuss. Mm -hmm. yeah. yeah. Also, congratulations to our baseball boys for moving on in the All A uh, champion or All A tournament against Raceland. But we'll get to that. Yep. But first, let's get to some shout outs, Bub. My shout out is our little Dougie Nugget turned forty two on forty three. Yeah. 43, sorry. Turned 43 on Friday, so happy birthday to the Duggle. To our little Dougie Nugget. We Every love you, Dougie. I, I did get a cool birthday present. I, for those that don't know, I'm an avid metal detectorist. <laughs> and uh, Allison got me a cool metal detector. Like a good one. The Vanquish. Not Sweet. only does he wear Hawaiian shirts, yeah. he uses those Hawaiian shirts when he goes metal detecting at the beaches. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. You know Doug. You'll find Doug. He's a part of that whole thing. When I was pretty soon, of, he's going to wear his shorts all the way up to yeah. like his chest, and he's going to have one of those annoying hats on at the base. I don't know why. I'm a six foot six Irishman, okay, but I have this like pirate soul, I guess. I, like when I was coming out of college, I didn't know if I wanted to be like a high seas pirate boat captain or a lawyer or a salesman. For no apparent reason, Weird Doug, you can catch Doug uh, wearing an eye patch around the neighborhood, okay? Arr, arr. Get off my grass. Yes. All right. Uh, Bub, another shout out? Uh, no, I think that's all I got. Okay, Dougal. Uh, girl softball for the Lindell Potter Memorial Tournament. Yeah. 
uh, it's always a first class uh, production, man. They they go all out for that. She was very special. You know, my mom to this day can't talk about her without crying. Um, she was a very special young lady to a lot of people here, and uh, I I'm, I like to see a past Panther whose life is celebrated that way. Yeah, uh, that always makes me feel good. Really. Right, right, right. And uh, so hats off to them. They did a heck of a job. Absolutely. And, uh, oh, and and yeah, one of the, this one's this one kind of hurts and hits close to home. And I wasn't going to talk about it on here, but you know, if he was sitting here, he'd he'd make fun of me if I didn't. But you know, it was a friend of mine, Liam Parrish, who who was you know he was a senior when I was a freshman. He passed away this past week, and um, you know, I was really close with the guy and. He kind of was one of those people that, you know, when you're a freshman here at Pikeville, it's always a really strange time. Yeah. You don't really fit in yet. You're kind of nervous, you know. He was one of those guys that kind of took me under his wing a little bit and um, made sure I got off on a good start. And, um, you know, he's going to be missed. I mean, his mom and dad are just awesome people, his whole family. Yeah. And and, Pikeville High School support. You know, that that really hit hard uh, this week. And, uh, you know, just prayers to his family. That's yeah, Liam was a uh, – I came here – when I came here, I was a junior. So, yeah, mm-hmm. Doug was two years younger than me in school. So, Doug was a freshman. Mm-hmm. Liam was a senior when I was a junior. And a pretty daggone good defensive end. <laughs> yeah. Um, suffered a – probably one of the most gruesome injuries I've ever seen on a football field. And when he broke his leg, I think yeah. it was a Phelps. I can't remember, like but it, it wasn't yeah, – Gene it wasn't Davis – we used to say, you know, years and years later, that was the worst injury he'd ever saw on a football field. But, uh, you know, it just uh, – he went always went out of his way to make yeah. me feel welcome and make me feel home and was really good to me. So yeah. Never saw know, him without a smile on his face. Yeah. I mean, know, always a, just a top-notch dude, man. I, I loved Lynn to death and had lost contact with him over the years. And, and uh, so we're, we're definitely praying for his family. A hundred percent. Prayers go out. It's always hard to lose a, a friend or a you know a former Panther. It, well, it just feels like we saw, lost so many people. I'm sick and tired yeah. of burying classmates. Yeah, I really it's am. Been, we've had the hardest. Doug time and I were anywhere. talking I mean, about this nuts. when we found out about Lynn. I'm sick and tired of burying classmates, man. We have done it so so much. Way too young too. Like yeah. I, I mean, just our twenties were just littered, and it's just hard to go through. Boys, uh, I've lost. I've lost two in the grade below me. Yeah. So yeah, I I know. I mean, it, it's hard. You know, I wish I could see them boys today. You know, those, and I'm talking best and brightest. Yeah, really. And that's what I think was so hard. You hate to lose any classmate, but yeah, man, it, it just you know, it's been a rough go. But okay, yeah, makes you value me all reclaimed. Okay, <laughs> master of chi, study your chi right. right now. All right, I'm gonna do my shout outs. Of course, my shout, my first shout out is to the people that are sponsoring this show. Uh, shout out to Bruce Walters Ford, where you can get a Kia and get oil, free oil changes for the duration of the vehicle for life. For, for life. For life. Yes. Uh, great people over at Bruce Walters Ford. Also, Faith Pharmacy, if you need some ace bandages. If you need your prescription refilled. If you want some dipping Dots or some cool novelty items. Then you could go over there to Faith Pharmacy, and they got the hook up. Who is it over there, Bob? Uh, you would ask me that. Uh, Amanda, Ashley, mm-hmm. Mariah, Alex, Christy, and Melissa. All right, 
And he did it again. And what's the number? Uh, five and nine meds, free delivery in and around the greater Dude, Pikeville area. He's like 12 and 0 on it. I know. He's doing good. Right um, yeah. Okay. Who's the other sponsor? And then, thank you to our next door neighbor, Mr. Ryan McCoy and JP and Mark. Mark Edwards, the yes. president, chairman of the board. Yeah. I think we're going to see them really step it up in football uh, with defense, like oh, yeah. defense. Yeah. MVP. Those guys are guys you really want to be sponsors. You know, they're still young enough to connect to it and, yeah. and really root for it. For yeah, we, we really thank them for their, yeah. their support and everything. So, and uh, also thank you to Ryan McCoy for trying to help me out with baseball. Mm-hmm. He's going to be my baseball contact. Did you give out the company guy. name, by the way? Huh? First Guard Fence? I said First Guard Fence. Okay, I didn't know. If you yeah, did. it's First Guard Fence, in case I didn't say it. They All those awesome. guys over there yeah. do a great job. And Doug is and not only uh, uh, sponsored by yeah. First Guard Fence, he's also a client. I am. Yes. They just they put my fence in last year, and I'm tickled to death with it. Absolutely. Had one and stained it. Right. Yeah. I mean, hey, they do a great job yeah. over there. They'll take care of you. Just give them a shout. They're always on Facebook. And, uh, you know, they're actually looking for some people to hire. So, you know, they're, if you're, you know, you need a job right now or need some extra work, go holler at Rhino or one of those boys. We are changing careers on this show. Absolutely. <laughs> so, We're changing lives, man. Thank you to our great sponsors. Then, thank you to Dustin Boyd for our amazing theme music Love and Dustin. our amazing logos. Listen, if you're an inspiring rapper, if you need some highlight, if you want to, you know, get some music for how, a highlight. How film, does one become an inspiring rapper? I don't know. Well, I think like a rapper who's like, I want to be positive. Yeah. yeah. Well, but but really, when I think of him I, as a athlete, I think of highlight videos because now Twitter's huge. Yeah. I mean, you have to be on Twitter. And by the way, if you're on there, use your your original name. Don't don't put Big Baller Twenty Eight. Okay. You put your name. Okay. Where you go to school, your GPA, and your highlight film. Boss but Boss Man Fat. He makes yeah. some awesome highlight beats that would be pretty cool. Yeah. Absolutely. So give him a shout. Uh, his name on Facebook is Dustin Boyd. You can find him. Send him a message. And he'll be I'm sure he'll help you out. Give you a good price. Good dude. Uh, you know, he'll understand whatever you need. Just give him a shout. We love you, Dustin. Uh also a shout out to our baseball boys for moving on, like I just said, in the All A Classic against Raceland in a three to nothing win. And then turning right around. And having to play Scott County, a five A school, and beating them thirteen to three. Big school with big time athletes. Yes, uh, and you know our team, Jr. Is, you know people that didn't know baseball. You know they started out like zero and four. You know, but man, they were playing like they played Trinity. They played some of the top programs in the state and even out of state. Yeah, and uh, I like that as yeah. a coach. I like looking at that as from a coaching standpoint because those games are going to make you ready for all A stuff and. And man, I'm telling you, this Tate Lake and listen, I'm boys. I, I've Stud. talked to some people, and I I don't trust myself enough in baseball to to have an opinion really, player development wise and how good is he. But I know people that are, yeah. And some of the people I respect the most in baseball is like, oh, he's the real deal. Yeah, like yeah. I mean, r- look, he doesn't just win; he does it in dramatically awesome fashion with like 15 strikeouts. Yeah, yeah. and it looks to me, I've seen him play once. He's one of these weirdos, and this happens in football to quarterbacks. As a game goes on, your arm gets weaker, okay? You, you have less zip. Yeah. As a pitcher, it would make sense that that happens over innings and innings and innings and innings. Yeah. He only gets stronger as the game goes on. 
it's one of the strangest things I've ever seen. Like, he's so, tough. So, what kind of nickname are we going to give Tate? I don't know. Nope. It's going to take a minute. It's going to take a minute. We're going to have to have food the committee. Yeah, committee. committee. Yeah, so shout out to them. Honor, from honor going. Susan Sarandon is helping him out, <laughs> you know, helping him breathe through his eyelids and stuff. Hard, hard to know. Hard <laughs> to know. I don't know. Whatever he's doing, it's working. Um, there you go. So, shout out to a team that started out the year 0-5 and, and is now 6-5 and yeah. after that rough stretch there. I mean, they went and played all these tough teams from Louisville and, and number one team in the state and all that stuff. And it was in Louisville. Yeah. I mean, it was not an easy uh, start. I, I think they went up to uh, Cincinnati and played the Reds, you know. Yeah, pretty much. Three game stretch. Well, there, at least know. the farm club. Uh, hey. But they – listen, also, the next game we play is LCA. Uh, and – you know, that's in the Elite Eight, and I've heard if we can beat them, they're probably the best team yeah. in the All-A. Uh, so this is going to be an interesting game. Yeah. And that's in Owensboro, which I kind of hate that. Yeah. Because, guys, if you're going to have a statewide tournament, and I get Owensboro is a very athletic-friendly city. They've got sports plexes and fields and stuff, like Pikeville should. Yeah. Go tell your city commissioners and stuff that, okay? We don't have a lot of flat ground. That's a problem. Right. But – we can make it happen. It doesn't have to be monstrous, but we can get a start on it. Right. Yeah, in my opinion. But you know, I, it needs to be more centrally located. But Pikeville could be one of those places that's the central location for Eastern Kentucky. So yeah. you know, all the stuff we do on this side of the state, people would come. To well, Pikeville due to the it. college and the hospital, it kind of yeah, already it, it is. is. So, and, 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 I mean, you know, yeah. it just it would make more sense to do it. It, it does. Yeah. And now we have the Marriott down. I mean, the uh, Hilton Garden Inn yeah. and and the hotel space. We can pull that off. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, this is not Pikeville related, but I want to also give a shout out for me. Um, shout out to the University of Kentucky football team. Man, they yeah. are racking up recruiting. I know this is not Pikeville related, but I don't care. When is the last time you heard of the University of Kentucky being in the top ten in football recruiting? You know, though, guys, this was just the next step. It's not like they haven't had recruiting wins the last two or three years, but it elevated every year. And they're building, but I'll tell you that Youngstown connection they got is amazing. Like we're getting some players that are going to Kentucky instead of Ohio State and, and Alabama. And I think, yeah, and I think what has happened is Mark Stoops, Vince Marrow, those guys—they're all from Youngstown. All right, mm-hmm. they went to high school together. A lot of coaches in the SEC are from Youngstown. It's kind of a football mecca. Yeah. Like, you know, it's weird, but dude, they are owning these kids coming out of Ohio, uh, and that's like. In my in my opinion, you've got Florida, Texas, Georgia, Ohio. Yeah, those are like Pennsylvania, some big, yeah. Pennsylvania, big time states. That if you can really have a presence there, you're going to be good. Here's the crazy thing about those rankings uh, right now: Kentucky is leading. It's not going to happen for very long, but at least we could say we did it for a little bit. Mm-hmm. They are leading Alabama. They are leading. They are outdoing Florida. They are outdoing South Carolina, Tennessee. Um, I mean, yeah, Mississippi Tennessee's State. Dead. Tennessee's dead Tennessee's right now. Tennessee's dead. They're they need a real culture change there. Yeah. I mean, it's just in a weird yeah. limp limbo. Matt right Jones. Now. But if you would have told me five or six years ago that we was going to be leading any of those schools in recruiting, I'd have called uh, you crazy. Well, I mean, you know, for years, for a long time, We've had like top twenty recruiting classes, yeah. but we'll be dead last in the SEC. Now well, we're fifth. Also, yeah. guys, I, I want to give a shout out to Kentucky high school football. Also, you didn't used to have players like Jaeger Burton and some of these top these guys would go to Alabama. Yeah. Yeah. Or, or Georgia or something. Now they're staying home. 
And it's because it's they know these guys are are they want to win. Yeah. And players know that. Well, uh, Freddie Maggard, uh, the legendary Freddie Maggard, yeah. you know, had a uh, article about two weeks ago on KSR. I didn't get to read all of it, but it was about how Kentucky was transitioning from a basketball state to a football state. I love my life. <laughs> I never thought he's, I'd he's not wrong. I know. And he, here's another <laughs> thing. It started, it used to infuriate me because in the in the mid-90s and late-90s, I would go to these camps like at Florida State and Penn State and Tennessee. I would talk to these other high school quarterbacks that come in from awesome programs, and they're like, you didn't have spring football? And I was yeah. like, no, dude, we don't do that. You know, of course, Kentucky's the last to do stuff in most things, kind of like gambling, which is completely ridiculous. But, I mean, <laughs> we're really, for the little bit of spring football we have, that's more key in large schools, not so much ours, because at Pikeville, if you're good, if you're a good athlete, you need to play multiple sports. Yeah, yeah. But uh, it's helping huge. And I'm seeing better football teams across all six classes. But here, here's the deal, though. There. You know, Doug, you and I grew up watching Kentucky football. Mm. And they were halfway decent when you and I were in yeah. high school. Yeah. You know, they had Pokey Jones, a quarterback, yeah. Damon Hood. At, at Tim Couch rejuvenated. You know, Couch came in later. But, uh, yeah. you know, but yeah. their goal was to be like 7-6 and yeah. and make a bowl game, yeah. you know? But you had like Marty Moore. You know, who was one he was one of still to this day one of my all time favorites. Kentucky that team player. was awesome that won the Peach Bowl. And, you know, he went on and was on the Patriots first Super Bowl mm -hmm. team. He yeah. was Mr. Irrelevant. He was the last player chosen and played in the NFL for like seven or eight years on special teams. Mm -hmm. And, you know, Parcells just loved him when he was there in, in New England. And then he stayed after Parcells left and Belichick took over and he was on that first team that what or on that the, that started kind of the Patriots' reign of terror on the NFL. And, um, but I was sitting there thinking the other day, I was like, man, will Marty Moore even be good enough to play on this team now? You know, would they even go after him? It Marty has Moore? changed a great deal. Um, but it's just nice to see the development. Like you saw, we know Cash Daniels, right? Yeah. You saw that kid go from like a quarterback that played linebacker here, kind of scrawny, fast, yeah. you know, I mean, he wasn't scrawny, but he wasn't big. All right. Look, I mean, look what that did to him yeah. in four years. Now, did he take a beating? Yeah. College football is not fun for your body. Okay. No. But they're doing it right. And and they they're they're certainly trending in the right direction. He started yeah. at yeah. linebacker on the team that won the yeah. biggest bowl game to our day. Yeah. Well, and, well, in the last fifty years. Yeah. And look, with the recruits we got this year, okay, if thirty percent of them work out, we're me just fine. Oh yeah. You know, a lot of these guys you never know if it translates. It's like junior high, high school to college. Sometimes the game doesn't slow down for people. A lot of times when you go, yeah, you're like, oh, my gosh, this game's so fast. Yeah. All right. It's the same game I played, but it's just real fast. And for most players, after a year or two, it, they adjust and it slows down and they play. For others, it never happens. And they just have they, – they and it's not – it doesn't mean they're bad. It just – they didn't adjust. I mean, basketball is always going to have a special place in Kentucky's heart. We all know that. But why can't we do both? Yeah. Well, yeah. Well, it certainly didn't help going like nine and twenty in basketball. Well, either. yeah, but I mean, you look at the Class A state championship two years ago, us and Paintsville. Yeah, ten thousand people showed up. Yeah, from those two towns. Between these two towns, I don't, I don't even know yeah. if there's ten thousand people in them. Two it, towns. it was a lot, and yeah. they showed up to watch that game. That that showed me, you know, and I've seen signs of it. I remember I walked into Belfry Stadium over there when they built Cam, mm -hmm. and my dad, me and Jay Arden, and uh, and uh, 
our dad went with us and they was playing over there. Who was they playing? Uh, was it Pikeville? No, it, or maybe it was. Anyway, I walked in and looked at that stadium and I said, I remember I looked at my dad. I said, Dad, Kentucky's not just a basketball stadium anymore. No, you know, not at all. And uh, well, well I, remember, I think football is just more social. He like people go to football games on Friday night, not just for the sport. Well, it, what I was getting ready to say yeah, was, yeah, I mean, you can't tailgate at a basketball game. Right. It's but, like twenty degrees outside, and you're gonna like well, die. And my daughter, Darby, yeah, she don't know nothing about football, right? But she goes, "Daddy, I want to go to the football game tonight." I was like, "Why? You don't, you don't even want?" She goes, "All my friends are there." Yeah, there you go. Mike Archer, who was the defensive coordinator at Kentucky back in the '90s, on those some of those teams that we were talking about, went on to become the outside linebackers coach in Pittsburgh. He went to the Steelers, and then came back to UK when Rich Brooks came back there. I remember reading a quote from him. And he said, if you've got a kid that's 6'5 and 260 pounds, there's probably a good chance he's not going to the NBA. Mm-hmm. But there could be a pretty good chance he'd he could go play to the football. NFL. And to this day, my, I mean, I still think Scott Battle could have been the greatest football recruit to ever come out of Pikeville yeah. if he had played. I mean, White Battle had day one I, Big I, Ten school. I, and his senior year could have been huge. But, you know, if your heart's not in it and yeah, you're right. injured and stuff, I don't know how the whole deal, but I'm telling you, that kid – his potential as a football player was so much higher. He's a great basketball yeah. player. But He's a great athlete. There, there's, just, there's a lot of six five dudes, you know, that right. play basketball. The one thing I want to say is I want to change this. You know, back in 2007 when we beat LSU and they were the number one team in the country, you know, who was it? Bill Rafferty had a radio show. I was, and was it Bill Rafferty or who was it? No, Gary Daniels Gary Daniel. tells his story. But yeah. now Matt Jones swears up down, it ain't true. But, uh, you know, he gets on there and, you know, he's taking calls from all these people and a Kentucky fan calls in and he says, oh, yeah, congratulations to the football team. That's a good win over LSU. But what are we going to do about that Billy Gillespie? Yeah. You know, crazy. that is – that's something we got to change around uh, here. Football, it has changed, man. It has. It, it has. really has. I mean, do you hear now, you know, when you hear – I listen to Mac Jones' Colin show after every football game. You never hear anybody coming on there talking about, you know, uh, that point guard that Cal's looking at, you know, are they yeah. going to sign him or not? You know, you don't see any of that. Well, so it, it took a while. That's been, what, 15 years yeah. ago, 14 years ago? It takes time for the culture to change, and the culture has changed. Yeah, Heath, but also something I've noticed even in our community. I I, I trust Pikeville, the community of Pikeville. Yeah. I think we have a lot of perfect, a lot of smart people, okay? Right. And and die, diehard UK fans, yeah, a lot of them. Um, and it, usually they're talking about basketball, man. But the last two or three years, like even now, they're like, I can't wait till football season. I yeah. can't either. You know, huh. it's crazy how how it's working. And you know, when you've got guys now, like in this year's draft, going to be Jamin Davis already being talked about in the top ten, going to be some or surprises. top top uh, first round. And then you've got Kelvin Joseph talked about in the first round. And Landon Young is going to get drafted. You very well Drake may Jackson. see Drake Jackson. <clears throat> you very well may see three in the first round. Maybe two, but yeah. they're all going to get drafted. A lot of them are going to get drafted. Right. And I I am anxiously awaiting to watch the spring game because I've been hearing some stuff about us getting the ball down the field that we haven't heard in a long time. Yeah. With and, this, this, and look, this is my point. And this is the last thing I'll talk about it. It's not a college. Yeah, show, we got to move on. But, but but hiring. Okay, what was the the last two or three years, man? 
I get it. At the stage we were at, we didn't have the personnel to spread the field and throw the ball. There's a couple wide receivers here and there, but we didn't have the right. We did not have the LSU speed and the and the arm strength and, the, and a quarterback. Right. Okay, we did have good running backs, and we played poker with people. Okay. But finally, and, and it was the next step, and I'm glad Mark Stoops jumped on it. Now, look, that other offensive coordinator, who, who we cussed him all the time. Yeah, uh, yeah, 80 grand. 80 grand. You know, he's a good guy. But for what he did, he did it good, okay, for the restrictions he had, all right, and the players he had. But it was time to go get somebody that's going to bring in big-time passers yeah. and big-time receivers because yeah. that's what we're missing. And you brought somebody down from the NFL. From yeah. the Rams. Yeah. Not yeah. just any NFL yeah. team, yeah. but, you know, the passing team of the NFL, which is the Rams. And with you, the talent will follow him. He already is. <laughs> Levi, oh, what's that kid's name from Pennsylvania? Yeah, uh, yeah, I know Penn you State. talked about. Look, yeah. yeah, look for him to Levi, be a starter. Hey, it's opinion. not, dude. Levi our quarterback our quarterback situation right now is probably the best it's been it in is. years. Gatewood is you've tough, got, and so is the kid from Lexington Catholic. You've got Bo, you've got Bo Allen. You've got the kid that they had last year um, that transferred from Auburn. Gatewood. Gatewood, Joey Gatewood. You've got the kid from Penn State, and you've got uh, – Sharon. Uh, uh, yeah, whatever he's Kyra Sharon. Listen, Kyra and, and, and no yeah. joke, I'm hearing stuff out of the spring that he's looking better than anybody right now. Good. Which Gatewood and and Allen can play, but I keep hearing that this kid is uniquely good at quarter at the the, the intangibles. Well, yeah, okay. and as as a former lineman, you know you still got the big blue wall coming back. You still got some guys that are still going to be on well, there, and that wall is going to keep happening with Grant Bingham, Jagger Burton, the kid that they just got over Alabama. Yeah, they, they got uh, four coming yeah. in that'll be starters. Yeah, easy. So and what and then receivers Wandale Robinson is is looking good and from what I've heard cousin Wandale I'm glad and, he come back and we got those twins from Tennessee uh, from yeah. Tennessee that's supposed to be real good so I mean hey things are looking up in the UK world hey, Chris and football. Rodriguez is a stud yeah. and Rodriguez is Rodriguez I mean yeah. he's the best player on that team okay Let's but see. anyway all right back to Pikeville baseball boys we'll start with them. What a turnaround from 0-5. Now, I mean, if you would have told me at the first part of the year after what they did down there in Louisville, if they would have been 6-5 and five right now and won all A, I would have called you crazy then, too. Well, I'd, I had a little birdie. Some, I know a guy, okay? <laughs> and he goes, no panic. No big deal. He goes, look, we played good teams, and uh, this team is good. We got a solid Panther team. And the guy that told me after us, and he's close to the program, and uh, it's fair. I know we were going to have a super talented team this year. Uh, you know, I mean, and let's let's face it, kind of, it's kind of kind of a sneaky tradition. Uh-huh. Okay, it's a little kind of under the radar. I've yeah. got a heck of a baseball tradition. They do, and you know that dates all the way back pre-football as you, far yeah. as you, you know, also good, so yet another team that doesn't have a ton of seniors yeah okay so all these guys are mostly like junior sophomore freshman yeah okay the guys i'm reading about right the blake birchfield sam Wright, tate lakin yeah. uh i mean Tate's it goes on and on and on but i yeah. mean they're all underclassmen right. so b- building a little bit of a dynasty there yeah. yeah and you know even even when i was playing in my day baseball was the sport yeah you know, we went down there my senior year and went to the Final Four against Butler and got beat. Yeah. You know, I mean, state, not all A's. Yeah, state. the state tournament. 
And, you know, that's not <laughs> that's not nothing to sneeze at, you know, for a 1A school to go down there and play Louisville Butler and give them everything they want. I remember being there at that regional championship game against Belfry, okay, your senior year. Yeah. And we mercy ruled Belfry. It was yeah. 10 to nothing. And, you know, that's during the throes of the dark ages, you know, and we were just kind of bad in every sport. The dark and, ages. And, man, just, just being – there for that to where we could actually have something to kind of hang our hat on again. You know, it, it was, you could really kind of feel that all the way through that stadium, man. Everybody was just so happy. Yeah. So did they just put names in a hat and draw who's going to be coaches of sports back then? Uh, I, I wasn't here. Yeah. I, pretty I much. I didn't see it. So. But anyway, be glad you didn't. Uh, if I've said it before, uh, 3 0 against Raceland. Tate Lakin pitched a well of a game. I think he pitched yeah. a one-hitter yeah. Yeah. that game. And that's incredible. Against it, listen, and I talked to Bobby Jones about this and the team doctor at Raceland. Yeah. They got a lot of they're good. Yeah. They got a lot of talent in baseball. Jay, Jay, Raceland's always listen, been a good baseball. Jay Cotton is a killer baseball player. Uh they've got the talent down there. Well, it's just like, you know, people have told me that right now they're just trying to find themselves. You know, they're just coming together as a team. It's all brand new. Like you said, we're young. You know, uh, right now we're kind of relying on Tate Lakin, you know, to get us through the start of the year. But by the end of the year, you're going to see a baseball team that can make some noise. And listen, you can only pitch with these weirdo resting rules. It ain't like he's winning every game. You know, we've got yeah. pitchers. And yeah. We've got a good – and that's only going to get better. And Brady yeah. Clark. Brady Clark's yeah, doing a heck yeah, of a job yeah. on the hill this year. So yeah, Brady, Brady's doing a good job. I mean, uh, Colton Colton Tackett, that's our uh, cousin. Yeah. Uh, he's How doing a heck of a – cousins do you guys have? we got a bunch, man. man, man this is Pike County. Everybody's oh, – Doug, we were like kudzu, them Robinsons. Yeah, I'm <laughs> telling crazy. you. Robinsons and Tackett. Robinsons and Tackett, man. But – you know, they got a good squad over there. I'm telling you right now, you might want to go check them out. I'm I'm impressed. Um, okay, here's what we need to do. Okay, I'm I'm bringing this forth right now. If the baseball team and softball team want to raise money, okay, here's what you do. I want to put Emily Ford and Tate Lakin on the hill and see who gets the most hits or see who gets the most strikeouts. Hey, now that could be like, dude, that could be like a, a like an exhibition. Dude, line. Tate Lakin's getting some K's, but you're Emily's yeah, kind of in rare Emily's air the right queen now. Of K's. Like, yeah, I think she broke her own record this year. I, think, she's I mean, flirted with it a time and, and like they they play less innings, I think, than the boys. I don't, I'm not 100 on that, but but I'm telling you, and, and if you haven't seen our girls softball team, in my girls soft uh, fast pitch softball. Is awesome to watch. It's like a basketball game. Oh, yeah. it's, it's a lot more action packed than baseball, in my opinion. Uh, I think it's because it's on a smaller field, but I mean, it's amazing. It, it's, yeah, they, okay, they definitely I'm, call, I'm calling for this right now, okay? For the good of the city of Pikeville, okay? Tate Lakin and Emily Ford should go out. <laughs> they should get married. I, I don't know if we can match make on the show. I'm we can't do that, dude. Care. You can call me Friar Tuck, man. I'm awesome. You're gonna get people in, in Friar Lawrence on uh, <clears throat> uh, 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 Romeo and Juliet. But but if they had a kid, it would be called Cy Young. They just name it. You'd have to name it Cy Young. Well, also, so. gotta throw out um, Pavel Cheerleader is going to the Nationals. Yes. Um, 
you know, unfortunately, we have a lot of softball players, like we had talked about last yeah. episode, and that that's tough, man. We got to fix that to where they don't have to miss the All A State tournament to go to nationals, and that's tough on these girls, man. And and you can't blame them one way or another. Right. You, can, you just can't. But I mean, uh, that's a commitment too. Let me give you the rundown here of our schedule for the boys. Ashton Plow Blazer, we lost five to ten. 10-5, whatever you want to say. Trinity, uh, the next game was four to one. Butler was nine to two. We lost that one as well. Uh University uh Carmel, Indiana. That's a big that's school. Big. Yeah. Carmel. Uh, that's would, a suburb of Indiana. Yeah. Big time. Yeah. Big we, time athlete. We actually had a quarterback at UK that played there. I can't yeah. remember his uh, name. Da, 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 da. What, uh, no, not Shane Boyd. He was supposed to be real good and he didn't turn out to be very good. Well, they, they have yeah, about four guys in the SEC all the time. Yeah. Eleven to four was that score. Butler, we lost uh nine to six. Then uh, we beat Shelby Valley thirteen to zero, Phelps fifteen to zero. After that, we played in the All A Championship game, which we won five to three over Paintsville. We beat Letcher County Central ten to zero, Raceland of course three to zero, Scott County thirteen to three, and then our last game in a looks like a nail biter. It was lost to Lawrence County and, five to four, and I got a little bit of a review on that game, and it was like. It just was bad luck. Like it was like every hit we got was right at, right at them. I mean, it was just fielding it and throwing them out. So you know, just didn't go our way. Well, you guys were talking earlier about the first part of the year and how they go zero and five yeah, and everything. Yeah. Baseball is the one sport where you cannot panic at the first part of the year. No, basketball too, man. You just can't, you can't. Yeah, you can't panic. You see, in football, the reason why football is crazy is because you lose one game. That's going to affect your whole season. That's like if you're a state championship caliber team, that's up to one-fifteenth of your season. Yeah. Well, but here's my reasoning why you can't panic at all at Pikeville on any sport right now. They're all young. Yeah. It ain't like we got ten senior starters out there. Okay? Yeah. They're all just a bunch of freshmen, sophomores, some juniors sprinkled in. Yeah. It's only going to get better. And yeah. for a COVID year, I'm proud of these kids. Yeah, they, 100%. They look, well, just the fact well. that these kids have got to play. Yeah, last yeah. year, their season got completely cut short. You know, that senior class last year just got completely wiped out for baseball mm-hmm. and softball. And it was horrible. Yeah, I mean, yeah. and then, like you said, in football, it hurts because of the RPI now, too, as well. You know, you lose a game, that hurts you in the RPI. In baseball, you can lose a couple games, learn from it, go yeah. in there, go in the tournament. It don't matter. You play so many games in baseball. Yeah. You're going to lose some. You can catch a hot streak, man, and, and, you know, you want to – that's definitely – baseball is definitely the sport of streaks and when you want to get hot at the right time. It's definitely a sport of percentages and numbers and, you know, everything they do they measure. So, yeah, there you go. So, you know, right now – Is Tate Lakin leading the league in uh, uh, doubles uh, in night games during the lunar – Yeah, it's crazy. Really. I mean, it's just one of those games that – Everything is, you know, stat, stat, yeah, stat, stat, everything. I'm just going to go ahead and tell y'all, we're going to be kind of um, a little crazy with baseball for the first of it till we get used to it. None of us are hardcore baseball dudes. I I always thought it was boring as a player, but yeah. Baseball was kind of, all three of us, baseball was kind of our gateway drug to sports. Okay, we started with baseball. We went other places. That's true. But we all started. Everybody starts. You're right. Everybody plays minor league. You know, you don't go out there as a five-year-old kid and put pads on and start hitting people. 
you know, but you do go out there and you've got a glove and a bat and yeah. you start playing little league it's, baseball. It's the American T ball, you know, dude, my T ball team in Southern Ohio when I was a kid, we were unbelievable. <laughs> I loved that. That was some of the funnest times I've ever had in sports. And wow. so we, um, and you, so like I said, that's kind of your gateway drug. So I, I think it's we, kind of a little bit. Can we not more, mention drugs on the show again? I'm just saying it's, it's a good it, analogy. Yeah, it, it, it's kind of our, it's kind of in our DNA. Yeah. A little bit more than what we think it it's is. It's your first opportunity to play sports. Yeah. yeah. Now, now, do I turn on you know the the Pirates and the Cardinals on a Tuesday night? No, I don't. No. But at the same time, you know, I, I you know, it. I think it's going to come back to us a lot better than what we think it's going. to be. So what you're saying is baseball was your first love, but football you married because it was better for you in the long run. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know if my back and knees would agree with that statement. But yeah. <laughs> Oh, man. All right, let's switch over to fast-pitch softball here, boys. And right now, our girls are sitting pretty. All-A champions as well. Regional champions. Regional yeah. champions. Um, they had they lost to Elmwood, Bloomdale, Ohio, 2-1. to one. Uh, Beat Unic... I don't know if I'm saying this right. Don't sue me. Unicoi County, Irwin, Tennessee. Yeah, Unicoi. Uh, five to one beat them. Fort LaBeouf, Waterford, Pennsylvania beat them eight to nothing. Uh, Elmwood, Bloomwood, Ohio again lost to them uh three to zero. Then Elizabethtown, Tennessee lost to them uh seven to four. Elizabethton, Elizabethton. I'm sorry. Yeah. Uh, and then Raceland won. Just remember this: Elizabethtown's in Kentucky. Yeah. Elizabethton's in Tennessee. Yeah. Okay. Uh, Raceland beat them at home, four to zero. Warren East lost four to one at home. Eastridge beat them fifteen to zero in three innings. Mercy. Yes. Yeah. Uh, Shelby Valley beat them nine to zero. Uh, Paintsville, excuse me, hold on, about lost it there. Beat them six to one for the All A Classic Championship. Region champ. Yeah. Yeah. Paintsville and Pikeville played in both region championships. It's crazy. And we sweat by, and we beat them both times. Yes. Uh, I love beating Paintsville. I do too. Uh, Lawrence County, 11 to 5, beat them. Uh, then beat Jenkins twice, once 7 to 2, once 5 to 0. Listen, girl sports at Jenkins is not bad. Like they're not horrible at girl sports. I mean, they may get beat pretty bad here and there, but Jenkins, as far as uh, girl sports goes, is not. You know, nothing to sneeze at. Right, right. Yeah, I mean, you had Whitney Creech here uh, a couple years ago. That was unbelievable. I mean, they got some pretty good players over there. Uh, McGoffin County, 11-0. Lost to Grant County in the Lindell Potter Memorial Tournament. Lindell Potter, yeah. Yeah. Uh, that was uh, 4-0, lost to them. And then come right back and beat Jackson City, 7-2. to So right now, which it's not giving us any kind of records here, same thing with our boys. They went over there. They're playing some tough teams at the beginning of the year. Yeah. They're getting them ready. And are you going to see a team that's going to be probably like 35 and 5 or, you know, uh, 40 and 0 or anything? No, you're not going to see that. But they will be a dangerous team. They, they, they have proven time. that they can win. Yeah. And, you know, I look for Lawrence County to really challenge them. Lawrence and Lawrence, Pavel, Paintsville. Yeah. To be in that regional 
you know, talk. So, you know, it'll be a fun year to watch. You know, we could very well see a season sweep in the regionals. You know, always got to keep an eye, as bad as Doug hates to, on Johnson Central in every sport. I mean, whenever you got 1,500 to 2,000 kids in the school, you can't count them out in anything because, you know, they got more of a variety than anybody does. But, you know, I think we've handled Johnson Central pretty well in a lot of different sports over the years. You know, boys basketball's handled them. Girls softball's handled them. Girls basketball, we just saw what they did. Yeah. So, I mean, I think we can – I think we can handle it. It's actually amazing that it is so successful against a school that size. I, you know, it's impressive. Yeah. If you want to get down to that, if, we, if I want to talk, if we could have a whole show about how Johnson Central has underachieved with what they have oh in this area. I used to make fun of them. Yeah. Like, how do you lose? How do you badly? lose? Like, it, it just don't make well, no they're, sense. But they're just now kind of starting to figure out, and, you know, you got Miami in football. They're just now starting to kind of figure out how big they are. Yeah. Because you know? in the but, 90s, Heath, we would actually make fun. In every oh, yeah. Sport, in the 90s, awesome. they were horrible. Yeah. It was like, how are you this bad? They used to win all those academic team championships. And, you know, not that there's hey, anything that's great, wrong with that. But, but I'm like, you know. Well, at least know. with 2,000 kids, you can find four or five smaller ones too. Yeah. I promise. But, so, uh, you know, they're definitely kind of getting it turned around a little bit better, you know, especially in the football team. They've had a daggone yeah. dynasty. And basketball, yeah. they, they, they are they yeah, are. And basketball, they had yeah. some really good years. So. And boys, yeah, yeah. girls. You know. I mean, they're always in the regional championship game almost. But it, it begs the question, why don't they dominate? I mean, they're huge schools. Well, I'm not Compared. complaining. I'm but. not complaining. I just, you know. Yeah. I only think that Johnson Central podcast. We're so. not. I'm, you know, yeah, just it's like the hail hey, Golden Eagles podcast. Yeah, yeah. Um, but yeah, going back to fast pitch softball, got a chance. Emily Ford, yeah. anytime she's on your roster, she makes yeah. a difference. You have to be ready. You have to bring she your lunch pail. Could very well be the best girl softball player this side of Lexington. And I'm yeah. not even saying that. I, I'm I'm being conservative. I, I think you can say that. Um, honestly, uh, yeah, being objective. I, I, yeah, I I'm I'm being conservative with at that. You know, um, but. And it's nothing really new. I mean, she's been dominating since she was in eighth grade. Yeah. So, you know, that's good. And you hear a lot about the – and girls especially, eighth graders coming up and playing yeah. in every sport. You know. And we've got some good ones, and yeah. we're going to continue that. Trinity we've, Rose case, she hey, did it as a seventh grade. Look yeah. here. We've got some in fourth, fifth, sixth grade right now that I can't wait to see mixed in with the group we already got as, yeah. like, freshmen. Yeah. It's going to be awesome. So – we're going to continue to cover baseball as best we can. I want to have my plugs in there. Doug's going to have his plugs. Bub, his. Uh, do you have any plugs? What you mean plugs? sources? Baseball plugs. What kind of baseball plugs? He means like sources. Right? Sources, yeah. yeah. Uh, like information. Yeah, I, got, I got a few. Okay. Yeah. So we're going to keep you up to date on that. But right now, time to be excited, Pikeville. You got some good teams out there. Maybe make some noise come uh, June or whenever they play the state tournament. Can we talk about basketball and AAU now? Yeah, now we're going to move on to basketball. I know we said we was going to put it away. Man, this needs to be talked. About. Yeah. This needs to be talked. It about. does. Um, Doug will take it away. Well, the, uh, I, well, but, well before we get yeah. before we do this, we want to say that uh, in the story, uh, the story that you hear is true, but the names are changed to protect the guilty. Or they won't be given out. Yeah, so, I agree. Yeah, I agree. it's so, not because this is not unique, right? Boys. 
This is happening all over the state. This is something that we have kind of stumbled upon, and I know maybe we're kind of late to the party, or at least I've been. Possibly. It's been a weird year. When I get like 10 phone calls about stuff like this yeah. from complete strangers, it, it, it made me go, well, never had that happen before. Yeah. What is changing? Yeah. But it, it's okay. But you're, for, you're up. You're up, Doug. Before we get to that, Man, I hate to announce this, but this, you know, the past few days, we had a shooting at an AAU game, okay, in yeah. Ohio. And, you know, God bless those people. Our, our prayers are with you. But, guys, I, I, I'm telling you, you know, I talked to Jerry Van Hoos about this. He's like, I'm surprised it didn't happen before. I mean, a lot of these times, look, you can't put, like, Birdie from above the rim coaching these AAU teams. Yeah. <laughs> you really can't. You know, it needs to be an extension of high school play, not – just this renegade, you know, gangster. it's the wild way. <laughs> it is. I mean, a- a- you these guys are like, I'm going to adopt four kids and start an AAU team. Yeah. You know, and, and, and it's just, there's no rule. It, it's really more of a showcase of talent. And it's not really what basketball was meant to do. Uh, but, you know, I see seven on seven football trending in that direction. You know, it's, it's, it's really kind of a dangerous time. Uh, but we just people got to have common sense about this stuff. Yeah, yeah. But like like I was talking about, the marketing of high school players in basketball, probably in anything, is getting to the crazy point. Yeah. Okay. It's, it's no longer it's went from just the ridiculous to the sublime. I'm a journalist. I have an AP All State vote or a Mister Miss Basketball vote, and I cast it, and then I go eat my lunch. And I don't hear nothing about it. It is a, I'm going to compare it, if anybody has seen the program, yeah, to a Heisman Trophy. And this happens, guys, when you have a special player, the four or five, the, yeah. you know. It is a campaign, okay? Yeah. So what is happening is. Because everybody knows. Yeah. Kane yeah. is able. Kane is able, okay? So it turns into this marketing campaign. And you'll get, like, for instance, and I'm not mentioning that, and I don't even blame him if this is the state of the art, you yeah. know, I, I don't know. I don't have a kid in that, you know, and I'm just saying like, hey, uh, if you know anybody with an AP vote, will you vote for blank? Or, uh, hey, I talked to this journalist, he's going to do a piece on this girl or boy, uh, you know, she need, he or she needs the publicity. And it's like, it's a game. You, you know, you don't have to micromanage all state votes. Or, you know, I promise if you're good, colleges will find you. I don't care where you are. Yeah. I'm just going to say this, um, and I have a little bit of a problem with this. I looked at the all-state votes for football. You, you had a quarterback that was honorable mention that didn't even play quarterback in the playoffs. You had three. I understand they won state championship. I completely understand that. You had three paintsful kids, all staters, okay? Three of them. And as Doug said, one of them got put in there, and he didn't even play quarterback. Barely got – he got a little bit of playing time when he moved back to running back, but he wasn't even the center part of his team. Wasn't the reason they won the whole thing, nothing like that. He was a part of it, but three paintsful kids. You had a wide receiver from Pikeville that broke a state – Record. 
probably one of the most dominant individual performances I've ever seen yeah. in football. You had a wide receiver break a state record. And and before everybody gets started, this is not a homer. No, it's yeah. really not. Pitebull versus Pinkston. No. Pink. It, and it I just, have a theory. This helped, us, this helped us to see what's going on. Yeah. The fact that it was a Pitebull versus Pinksville thing. So, you know, I don't want anybody in there to say, oh, you just take the green colored glasses yeah. off. No, no, no. So, go ahead. I'm I, I okay. feel like I've been around yeah. enough to actually say I can be objective about this yeah. and, and know why it's happening, and I have a theory, but go ahead, Jay. Okay. So, three people from Pitesville getting All-State. You have a quarterback right now that – on any given night can give you five touchdowns and over three to 400 yards passing, no matter who his receivers are. And Isaac McNamee, he didn't get all state. Landon Hammock is getting division one offers. One of the best linemen in the state going to all these camps and people are raving about him. And he had a tremendous year. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Not an all state player. Well, no, not an AP. All-State. Not an AP All-State. That's key in this yeah. discussion. Yeah, yeah, okay. yeah. yeah. Because, uh, you know, you were talking about Zach Lockhart. You know, he made like KSR's All-State oh, right. team. Uh, yeah. The coaches All-State, we had yeah. two or three players. Yeah. And to be honest with you, man, I would trust KSR over AP right now. I, the AP has been – Because I don't think Matt Jones and Troy Howell – Troy Howell being a good friend of the show, I don't think Troy Howell's got a reason – no. To be partial. One of the most objective dudes yeah. I've ever yeah. met. Yeah, I got a I got a ton of respect yeah. for Troy. Yeah. And it's not just painful. How about this? Eleven people, eleven from Trinity <laughs> were all staters. Okay. Also, JR, you have to think about this. AP, that is the Associated Press. Where are the two biggest newspapers in Kentucky? Lexington Herald and uh what was the other uh, uh, Louisville, Courier Louisville Courier Journal. Journal. Now I respect the Louisville Courier-Journal's All-State team. I really do. They usually get it right. They usually do. Um, The Lexington Herald, in my opinion, haven't gotten it right a few times. No. Okay. Now, the coaches poll, I like. It it seemed legitimate and fair. This AP poll was like the Heisman campaign. Yeah. Was in their journalists. A lot of them never played sports. Yeah. Okay. And and so here's here's their fire back at that. What are you talking about? Pavel got beat second round playoffs. Win. That was my next point. I'll win, get into win. It. You know, I get that argument, but some of them were second team All State last year. Yeah, but what about when the they year beat? Before? What about when they beat Belfry, who made it all the way to the three? Yeah. three I, know, I, know, I know. Well, you're yeah. preaching you the choir, but yeah, I know. I, it's I'm just crazy. I'm adding to your point. You, you come know. to Lexington and beat a six A football team. I don't care how bad they were. I don't care. You beat a six A football team and put fifty some points on the board. And That's break, saying something. And have the greatest wide receiver performance Ever. in the history of Kentucky. Yeah. Yeah. And honestly, and, and I'm I'm a quarterback, so I always look at that. It was a flawless quarterback game. Yeah. It was it a cup, two or three of those touchdowns were stupid. Yeah. It had to be in a box yeah. three inches by yeah. five inches. And he put it there every time. And well, let me and let me say this real quick. All those three painful all staters, okay. I get it. Oh, they're good players. But here's what I want to say. Here's what I want to say. We begged and pleaded to play Paintsful. We were calling them out, begging them, please play us. We got know what happened this year. I'm taking some maroon paint and putting a big asterisk next to that. uh, I think it's at Pikeville, boys. They released the schedule. It's at at Pikeville. Uh, I I just think it comes with an asterisk with it because they were supposed to have played us. Yeah. 
and they ducked us, dodged us, dived, you know, duck, dodge, duck, and dive. Ditch, dive and that dive. was COVID, right? And then they wouldn't even play LCA, you know, and they wanted to go over and play Lecture Central, thinking that they would have a better chance of beating them. Lecture Central whooped them over there. Well, how is it COVID when Lecture was worse than Pike County and Paintsville still playing that week? If you have COVID on your team, you shouldn't be playing at all. Well, but instead, even, you know. dude, even the Paintsville fans couldn't even defend. Right. We, we can't get enraged and burn it down right now. But, I, you know, all you can do is congratulate that North Prestonsburg team on a great state. Ha-ha! <laughs> and, and uh, you know, I, you know I, I just can't wait to see the skill players that they got the next three or four years. And I'm, I'm going to enjoy this thoroughly. I'm just saying, and, and here's another thing, too. How many All-State players did we have when we won the state championship and went 14-0? and Wait, Jackson Hendley's not laterally fast enough, Jr. He's not good enough. Play he's not good enough. Seth, he's not good enough. I mean, he's gonna he's gonna start probably on special teams at Wake Forest this year. <laughs> yeah, but might you know, be playing some wide receiver. Yeah, and and win the next year or two. And by the time he graduates, if he stays healthy and stays with it, hey, he made some big plays in the spring. Down well, at Wake Forest. I, I and said Seth, it on this, I talked to him. He's made some yeah. big plays. They, those guys, are uh, up you know, coming. Seth Pugh's doing great. You know, uh. Uh, whenever one double A football goes on, I don't know how Tanner Hamilton's doing at, at uh, Moorhead State as a kicker. I can I find that out. Yeah. I can find that out. I'm still upset from even the year we lost to Beechwood that Christian Builder and Bull were not all staters. The only one that got all state was Matt Compton. You know, well, and I think that this and Doug and you, you know, Jr. and Doug and I, uh, kind of set in on this uh, this week and started talking about this when we kind of uncovered some of this stuff was going on. Yeah. I just think that the reason why you don't see a lot of Pikeville kids on there is one simple reason. It's Chris McNamee. And I'm not blaming him. No. Okay? No. Not at all. No, 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 no. Don't, don't get me wrong. you got to listen to what he's getting ready to say. Because Coach Mike won't play the game. Okay? Because mm-hmm. let me tell you something. These reporters... And these coaches are using these kids as currency. Yeah, they are. 100%. Okay. And I, I'm just saying that. Oh, 100,000%. They're using these kids as currency. I want no part of that. And knowing Chris McNamee well, like I do, I'd say yeah. he don't want to date. Well, and, and I'm not even going to say it's Chris McNamee at all. It, most good coaches don't play this stuff. Even the Trinity had, he didn't do that. He didn't like call these guys, hey, vote for my guys. Yeah. He didn't do well, that. Well, Trinity's brand. Name. It's just, yeah, it's yeah. a brand name. And they've got a huge, the state's largest newspaper covers them. And yeah, they're the their darlings yeah. of Louisville. Right. Yeah. So it's okay. But here's the thing a lot of this stuff, and I'm going to be honest, like in basketball, I don't get a lot of football calls. I just don't. Right. But in basketball, I do about this all state and Mr. Miss basketball stuff. And um, it's like, hey, do you know anybody that's got some votes? Make sure you mention this person yeah you know and and uh, most of it i have not had one coach call me not one it's parents yeah it's, if you have to uh, maybe maybe my thoughts might be different if my kid played a skill position we also understand you want the best for your kids and you want to yeah, be the best kid yeah. in school but possible if it's me yeah. i'm hard-headed enough and prideful enough to a fault okay i think both of you guys will agree with that I think not most people that know me will agree with that. I think that, I've actually screamed at you about that. I, I'm I'm sure you have. <laughs> my wife does on a continuing basis. My mom, Jr., everybody, and I know that that's one of my character flaws, many character flaws. But 
I would be so hard-headed and prideful about it. Be like, man, if my kid don't earn it on his own, I, I'm not going to call it and, and suck up to somebody just to give it to him. I, and I also understand that where we play in a very small town, that some of these kids get lost in the shuffle. <laughs> I understand that. Well, yeah, they don't live and in Lexington need, or Louisville. Yeah, and they need a you know to to get some film out there and stuff no, like that, no. which Chris McNamee does. No. Jackson Hensley at Wake Forest. Oh, yeah. uh, Seth Pugh, we just announced yeah, it. I mean, Coach, I'm not saying Coach doesn't yeah, have no. his kids because he does. Oh, yeah. and with recruiting? But he does it in the right way. Yes, he yeah. is very friendly with college recruiters and coaches and stuff. I mean, he, he complies with it. I see college coaches at practices all the time. I mean, somebody can stop me if I'm wrong here, but I just don't see Chris McMahon no. in his office <laughs> during the week at school picking up the phone and calling John Clay down at the Herald Leader or uh, Vought or whatever his name is, Larry Vought, and saying, hey, uh, uh, you need to – because the reason why <laughs> yeah, that that's is – Yeah, that's not going to happen. You know, you need to look at this kid I got playing down there. The reason why that is is because you got a lot of these coaches that are trying. You know, it's a – like I said, they're using it as currency. Well, but you being got a the lot head of these coach, coaches that are trying to further their own careers and using a good player to do it, and you got a lot of these yeah. – but guys, journalists, quote yeah. unquote, that are uh, you know trying to gain access to these schools and gain yeah. access to these teams. Yeah. So you know it's kind of a good old boy network. It's it it is in that department. However, there are a few brands that you don't have to do that. Pikeville being one of them. Yeah. Pikeville, Belfry, Ashland. You know, a lot of teams, Lexi and Louisville, you know, like the Trinity, you don't have to do that stuff. Your play yeah. should stand out. And honestly, as a player, I think, I I, I really think that um, this year at Pikeville, we're going to see a bunch of kids with a chip on their shoulder. If historically we have seen that, yeah, even with some of the guys that are now in past years. Uh, so that early exit in the playoffs, I mean, when you're having voluntary workouts and 90% of the team is there. Yeah. That's and the impressive. ones who aren't there are either playing baseball or running. Yeah, track. I look yeah, at it like I look at it like this. All right, well, I'm going to compare it to Coach Calipari. How many National Player of the Years have Coach has Coach Calipari had since he's been there? One, Anthony Davis in 2012. Yeah, no one else is one Player of the Year, and he tells kids when he recruits them, when you come here. You're not going to be the absolute superstar that averages 30, no. and you're not going to be, you know, the guy that gets all the shots. You got guys around you that can all play. Same thing with Pikeville. When you come here, you're playing a team game. You're going to do what's best for the team. Now, if the team needs you to get 30 carries and 400 yards a game, You'll Coach Mack will get it to you. But Case in point was Derek Pugh. But, you know, when you come here – your goal is to win a state championship, yeah. not to get you the most publicity to uh, to get you to AJR, a college. I, I'll be honest. Um, I've seen Pipeville football since I was a baby, okay? Yeah. And and my stepdad coached for 25 years, and I played here. And It's weird because I've never seen a coach alter a playbook to get one person more carries or more catches or more throws yeah. or – anything I, I don't see that ever happening uh because that is a tradition here it's winning and that's what matters yeah even I mean, when you, you guys played you don't even when you guys played i mean brent was an exceptional talent one of the probably the best running back to ever come through here well, he has or at least yards, one yeah. or at least one of, one them. of them yeah but guys when you've got eddie d and john hatfield 
in that backfield and Chris Strait at fullback. And you could throw to Kearney Weddington and, and Ben Wagner, and you got a 6'5 tight end that looks like a baby deer. Uh, <laughs> I was never a good tight end. <laughs> I'm just kidding, Doug. I love you. But, you know, you got all that talent, man. You know, you've got to spread it out. You can't just give it to one yeah. guy. Well, that's the thing. What? Well, and the thing is, and this is something that good football people know, you, to win, you have to be successful running the ball. Okay? And I get why we spread the field down, but back then, you had to be successful. If you want to win, you yeah. can't be stat obsessed. No. If you no. want to win, put Booby no. in. Okay. And, and <laughs> if, you, if, you want, if you care about winning – you're not worried. You know, yeah. the only stat you're going to be concerned about is that win. I, okay, I think the only time I've ever seen, like, Coach McNamee or our staff ever worry about a stat <laughs> was uh, when Zach broke that record against Henry yeah. Clay. It's the only – and it's weird because it's the only time I've ever seen it. Uh, he came out, took his pads off. Luckily, Lucas, I think – I yeah. think this is how the story goes – noticed it. Like, yeah. man, he's one catch and one touchdown away from breaking yeah. the, the state record. record. And they threw him in. He goes, yeah, get back in there. And, you know, he caught a little bit of gruff over that initially. They, You know, yeah. the Henry Clay fan, you know, why are you throwing it? You're, you're up two touchdowns. Well, hey, you're three. a 6A school. Stop him. Yeah, get better, yeah. guys. But, anyway, I, I think I know Coach Mack after the game was like, he was one pitch away from a, yeah. uh, uh, the game of his life. I mean, you can't take that from a kid. Well, being like, a guy that Coach Mack is, I think he's earned that. Yeah. You know what I mean? You know, Coach Mack has never been one. Because, I mean, you know, me and you both love Hillard Howard to death, and I, you know, will always love the guy. But, you know, these 81 to nothing wins and things. Oh, no. I'll Coach tell Mike's not going to do that. Oh, I'll tell you, as a player, I chased that 52 points a game in basketball like it was my passion. Right. All right I'm, I'm sick of that guy in the 50s that had it. And I'm like, ah, that needs updated, baby. We yeah. got to get that. We got to hit 53. And pull, getting pulled out with like 38, 48, 49. It's like, well, you got three fouls. What are you doing? What are you doing? Yeah. But, well, what we're all trying to say is is that this this thing needs to quit being so politicized. Yeah, it, it is. It's not an I individual mean, sport. in this daggone world nowadays is politicized. It is turning into, even in high school and sports. And you get so sick of saying it. To a news cycle. It's like a news cycle. Yeah. And it's terrible, man. It's kind of not good for the sport. And it's not, it's not good, good for the for kids. National cycle, yeah. It's not good for the kids because you're putting so much pressure on yeah. these children that are 17 and 18 years old that ain't used to that yet. I mean, they're not. I mean, yeah, they're going to get it when they grow up. But my goodness. Can you imagine having that type of pressure on you as a 17, 18 year old yes. kid? Yes. Yes. But it, it's not fun. Yeah, it's, it, not. it's not. I never you had You can't that enjoy on. anything. You know, I was a lineman, and I wasn't that good, so I never had that on. I mean, you can't go to Dairy Cheer and do something stupid, as usually like 17, 18-year-old kids do, and have stories to tell because you're afraid it's going to be put on camera, and then your whole career is just shot. Yeah. It's, it's stupid. A lot of pressure. Well, uh, I'm what I'm just talking about is like I said, the good old boy network where yeah, these kids are used like as that. currency yeah. to to get what the coaches want or to get what the reporters want. Man, they, these are kids. These are kids. Yeah. Yes, I understand that's how the world works after you get out into the real world, but they're gonna be hitting the real world oh, soon yeah. enough. And that's why I love what Coach Mack has done with Isaac. Because you don't hear that, you know, the th- same thing that they did with Cash Daniel where he was like all over town. With Isaac. Isaac 
is kept in a team environment. Yeah. He's all about the team. He's not over, you know, on Isaac, the – Isaac kind of keeps himself there. I don't he's a he's normal football player. Yeah. And all our guys are just normal football guys, and they want to win a state title. Yeah. That's and, how they are. And whatever college offers he gets, he earned it. Yeah. He earns every bit of it. And Coach Mack is not going to compromise the system. See, that's the thing, you too. Know? If you compromise the integrity – Yeah. For one or two players, yeah, you got to do it for everybody. Yeah, I mean, and then that's that's and then it goes the way of the dodo. And then it's not about state titles; it's about getting one or two kids to college. So you know, it's good. I'm telling you, that would kill the tradition. I like where we're at right now. I like the way we do things. (laughs) Oh my god! (laughs) All right, we're moving on. The the way of the dodo. Uh, Okay, the dodo's extinct. If you that that's the dodo is extinct. Okay, it's a bird. Oh. Uh, yeah, yeah, well, we yeah, we we also know, or that, maybe it's not. Yeah. I don't know. There's maybe a, it's a girls' basketball coach at Chevelle. Uh, yeah, well, we're gonna, yeah, you know what? We're gonna leave that there. Also, uh, Trinity Row um, is better than your girl. But anyway, we're gonna move on from that. Smoke. Um, Taylor throwing it out there. They are with the high heat, man. The uh, what is what is that? What do they say in Friday Night Lights? Um, beat them. Yeah. If you're good enough, beat, beat them. them. All right. So, we're going to end this show with a little uh, little, a little fun here. All right. It's baseball season. I've been thinking about this all day. Baseball season here in the bluegrass. I have two, and I'm still not and sure. And our Pikeville boys and girls are doing a great job. So, what are we going to talk about? Our top five baseball movies. Of all time. And why there hasn't been a girls' softball movie ever made. It kind of makes me mad right now. You could have made a good one by now. Let's go. All right. So. Well, baseball's been around for, you know, 200 hey, years. Okay. And, hey, guys. We're forgetting about this. Like 50. What about a league of their own? Nope. There you it go. Wasn't it wasn't a softball movie, but. One. It was, yeah. Okay. I mean, okay. it was a baseball movie, but. Yeah, we, we had a big discussion before we went on the air about different bases because Doug was like, how many baseball movies are there? And I started just like rattling them off. And, and you know, when you, and I was even surprising myself, you know, the, how many baseball movies are there? With your kids' ones, it, it freaked me out. Yeah. You named like five good kids' movies. Yeah. So. Okay, Most of mine are actually going to be kids' movies. Yeah. Top five. All right. So, Bub, you're the one who came up with this idea. So okay. You now, I know that the majority of you are going to probably render my list um in insignificant because of one simple um confession that i have to make i've never watched the sandlot what yes i know you're killing me smiles i know the line but i'm just saying i've never watched the sandlot i was like in my late teens early 20s when that movie came out i'd kind of outgrown kids your assignment is to go watch that movie okay i I will and i I this may change the list i don't know but it uh, will i I do yeah go ahead Okay, well, number five, I have to go with, man, this is going to be a tough one because there's so many good ones. Number five, I'm going with 61. Okay, that's the uh, HBO movie. Great movie. uh, Made for HBO, directed by Billy Crystal. uh, That was about uh, Roger Maris and Mickey Mantle chasing uh, Babe Ruth's home run record in 1961. Barry Pepper was in that. Uh, Barry Pepper yeah, played Roger Maris. I can't remember the guy's name that played. Uh, Famous uh, actor. I can't remember his name, yeah. but it was, it was really yeah, good. He, yeah, and he played Mickey Mantle, and both of them done a great job. 
The dude who played Mickey Mantle, dude, he remind. I mean, he, he was it. Mickey Mantle, yeah. yeah. And Mickey Mantle was it, it was cool because Roger Maris was a nobody. I mean, he was good, but he yeah, wasn't. But he kind of came out of nowhere. Yeah. yeah. And I loved how Mickey Mantle kind of helped him. Yeah. You know. Yeah, they were really cool. good friends. You know, if any of y'all watched the movie, they started eating these green eggs when they were hitting. <laughs> yeah. Started to hit home runs, and so they they eat it once. Because a roommate kind of turned them on to it, and then next thing you know, it was they were eating green eggs every week, and they were both trying to chase that record. and And I think the majority of Yankees fans wanted Mickey to break it, but Mickey wound up getting hurt, and yeah. Roger Maris wound up breaking it. So, it, but it was it was just a great movie. And the the history behind it is those two guys were really good friends, and it's funny because I've heard stories that the reason they were paired together as roommates is because Mickey Mantle. Mickey Mantle was a party Look, animal. He was man, a charismatic leader, kind of like some people I know. It's okay; those guys are great. He was a he was a party animal, yeah. man. But they paired him with Maris, who was like a real calm family guy, yeah, like just real docile. Yeah, and they, they thought, well, he might be good for him, you know, to, to room together. And they, and they really complimented each other. Yeah. And and it, it, you know, I remember later on I was watching something about Roger Maris, and when he died, like in the mid eighties, he got cancer and died. Yeah. And Mickey Mantle was there at his funeral crying his eyes out yeah. saying, it should have been me. Mm-hmm. You know, I was the one that was out partying and running around drinking and everything. I should have been, it should be me in there and not him. And hey though, Heath, you put me in New York when I'm 23 years old, I'll burn A lot of people's going to do that. Yeah. A lot of people's going to do See, Maris came from St. Louis. That's where he, well, I mean, he was raising like, he was a farm boy from North Dakota. Yeah. And uh, but he played. He he broke in the league with uh, with St. Louis, mm-hmm. and then he came to the Yankees. He got traded, as so, is the usual. Uh, that's about eighty years of of like tradition. Yeah, of doing good somewhere, then going to the Yankees because they pay a lot of money. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It, see, that's not a no problem. Um, that's part of the reason why I don't watch Major League Baseball anymore, man. The well, small market the teams yeah. they killed them. With that light, with one of them collective bargaining agreements, they did yeah. that and the strike of '94. Yeah, but besides that. the Oakland days, the Moneyball team, who really started focusing on numbers, yeah, they gave it a shot. But now the big guys are doing it. Like, yeah, it, it, yeah, it yeah, really it, it's, um, it's kind of went wild with yeah. the analytics. So uh, number five was number uh, five is sixty-one. Sixty-one's a great movie. Oh, we went a little crazy on that one. Yeah, we did. We went like ten minutes. All right, okay. uh, well, you got number four, bub. Huh? I'll what? let you guys go on. With your okay. Five. Now. My number five is going to be very controversial here at this table because I don't think none of you watched this movie, but this was the very one of the very first baseball movies I ever watched. And this dude in the nineties and two thousands was known as Mister Hot Stuff. What's you know, the name sexy. of the movie. It is called Summer Catch. I've never. Heard I have of seen that. that. It's about Cape Cod. Uh, yeah, baseball with Freddie Prince. Freddie Prince Jr. Seen it. And it's got Jessica Biel in it, and that's one of the loves of my life. Oh, okay. It's, okay. it's not a bad flick. It is I've not. Never, I've never even heard All of it. All right, so Freddie Prince Jr. is a good pitcher. He's but a lawnmower guy, yeah. local. Okay. Yeah, lo- local lawnmower guy, and he... Small-town boy does good. Yeah, yeah. small-town boy, and he goes to this um, uh, summer league team. They take the best every year. This is fact. They take the best college players, let them play in a summer league. Right. On Cape yeah. Cod, and it's like six, seven teams, and it's tradition yeah it's hilarious it's got uh the guy who played in scream and also played in scooby-doo oh uh what's his name um god what is his name dude 
I'll get Man, it here. He was my favorite murderer guy. Yeah, yeah. Exactly. He was, the tall guy. Uh, he was yeah, the guy. Uh, 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 Skate Orange. No. No. The other one. The blonde hair tall guy. God, we got to get better at no. Yeah, we got to get better at this. Show. But listen, this show. movie introduced me to baseball movies, and I loved this movie. I wasn't even a big baseball fan at the end of the movie. You know, he has a big crunch time scene where he has to pitch well, and all these scouts are looking at him, and he does a good job, and he ends up getting Jessica Bill. So, I mean, I, I just imagined myself being a pitcher, pitching an awesome game, and then getting Jessica Bill. So, yes. <laughs> okay. Hey, any of you girls in Pottville that resemble Jessica Bill, hit JR up. If Bye. you do. <sighs> Lifetime of happiness. Oh. There you go. But, okay, so down there, down okay. tiger. All right. So my, I can't do five, four, three, two, one. I got to go one, two, three, four, five. As normal, I'm difficult. Of course, I just can't yes. think that way. Yes, the the prima donna. I'm really sorry, up. guys. I'm the quarterback. I got to be different. Than you. Yeah. No, no, it's just how I think, man. I, why am I thinking about five when I can do number one? Somebody bring me a vitamin water. <laughs> <laughs> I don't drink vitamin water. Also. Bring me my metal detector. <laughs> Dude, metal detecting is cool. I don't yeah. know what you're talking about. All right, Doug. Well, you okay, got number so one. my number one movie ever, baseball. And I thought about it because I love Eight Men Out. I love Major League. I love Bull Durham. But to me, uh, just talking about love of the game, Eight Men Out was awesome. Yeah. Um, because you had a guy in that movie who just loved playing, man. He'd have played for free. Chibless Joe, man. He'd have just played for free. And uh, that kind of resonated with me as a kid when I watched it. And uh, so that's my number one. All right. My brother, what do you got at number four? Well, before we get stuck, before we go on any further, I worked with a guy. He played right down here at Pikeville mm-hmm. High School. Went to camp with the Milwaukee Braves in the 60s. Mm-hmm. Okay. Went to training camp with him. Uh, his name was Joe Jackson Jones. Everybody calls him Jackie. Yeah. Um, and he retired from the railroad. Uh, he wound up not, not making it, but he was arguably the best base, baseball player who ever came out of, came out of Pikeville, man. He was awesome. And he was named after Sheila's Joe Jackson. Yeah. So, uh, but I just wanted to add that point. Number four for me, I've got to go with, uh, the aforementioned a league of their own. Uh, I love that movie. Uh, Tom Hanks is hilarious in that movie, but it's also got a pretty killer message. You know, it was during World War II, and it, you know, the All American Girls Professional Baseball League. You know, and they had four teams, and and that league kept going for a long time. But it was just really cool to watch those girls kind of go at it. It kind of reminded me this year of watching Pipe's girls team. You know, they just man, they just wanted it so bad. You know, and you had a. Uh, 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 Gina Davis's character, Dottie Henson in there, who was a heck of a ball player. And it, like any said, movie with Tom Hanks in it is awesome as yeah, well. Just yeah. about and, every you know, movie. And the and the no the there's no crying in baseball scene is absolutely iconic. Iconic. And uh but that was just a great all around movie, even if it wasn't have been about baseball. It was just a great all around movie. So League of Their Own, sorry, League of Their Own is number four for me for me. Okay, so here I'm gonna give you my number four, and this might be another controversial movie. I am going to put Trouble with the Curve Dude, at I number totally four. We I love scouting That's anything. That's an awesome movie. Hey, I love scouting. You that, Doug? No, I haven't, but because it's obscure. I don't know. No, Listen, no. It's Clint Eastwood. It's, it's Clint Eastwood, this dude. This came out like five or six it's years It's Clint Eastwood, ago. Justin Timberlake, and Amy Adams, dude. Yeah, it's not. You don't. How know. did I miss this? You need to watch That's it awesome tonight. Movie. 
first off, I love scouting anything. If it could, if that could be my job, I would scout football for the rest of my life. That would be awesome. And hearing it these guys be. talk about, well, I don't hear it, and they're like, "What do you mean you don't hear it? I don't hear the 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 clip the." The little noise sound. when he swings, I don't hear that. The pure sound. The pure sound of it. And here are these old guys sit around there talking about that. I could do that for days. You're not wrong, Jr. Listen, in yeah. basketball, there are times I don't even have to see somebody. I can hear it. Like, yeah. Hear how they move and hear them shoot and stuff. Like just. Yeah. It's weird the the weird little. Well, synchronicities the little, that you pick up. Yeah, I've watched sports, sports for 35 years, yeah. Doug. I'm sure you have yeah. too, Jr. You've watched sports for probably 25 years. Yeah. You pick up on little things. In, in, little things yeah. matter. Even, even in racing, you yeah. pick up on little things. And I it's love like, and I love the fact that when you look at a guy, and I know that sometimes you're wrong and I can get you to get fired, but like you take that risk and you say, Hey, this player's gonna yeah, be an all world player. You're gonna miss more than you hit. You're gonna miss more than you did. And I'm just going to go ahead and throw this out there. I'm a big Justin Timberlake fan as an actor and his solo stuff. I don't like the NSYNC stuff. Yeah, but at, JR likes NSYNC. Bye, bye, bye. We're getting him bye, bye, bye. A, 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 a sticker for his car. It ain't no lie, JR. Oh, there. Bub said he liked Justin Timberlake too. I don't want I like to his solo stuff. Yeah. Yeah. And you like him as an actor. He seems yeah, like a cool yeah, guy to yeah, hang out with. He's funny. He's funny. Come on, Doug. You know you'd hang out with Justin. Timberlake. I did like him in Alpha Dog. But that was a good movie. Uh, with him being Affleck? No. Alpha Dog is a true story about a guy. You just got to watch it. Yeah, yeah. I, I've seen it on there, but awesome I, haven't, I haven't watched it. Is he, what is yeah. it? He's a, a golf no, no, he's no, a gangster. Dude. He's kind of a gangster. Oh, okay. I know what you're Actually, talking about. it's like Lost Youth, who, you know, bad parenting stuff. Yeah. But it, it's a good movie because it's true. I like true stories. But I can't help it, man. JT... And Amy Adams You're did a good job. JT now. Dude, he's a man. He's the man. All right. He married Jessica Beale, Doug. Oh, there's the connection. <laughs> there's the connection right there. <laughs> okay. I thought he was dating Cameron Diaz. No, he married Jessica Beale. Oh, well. Yeah, they've no been married for like years now. And he dated Brittany. Yeah, he when dated Brittany. I mean, look at all the women he dated. When she was Brittany. He dated Black Widow. Okay. <laughs> okay. So, my pick, I, I do like that. See, my. Like that's your romantic dream of like being a a scout, right? Yeah, mine would be being a college basketball assistant coach, head of recruiting, mm -hmm. because like when you watch Blue Chips, and it, it cracks me up because I've seen coaches do this before, and it just inside my Neon soul, Boudot. I crack up every time. It's like he it shows the guy recruiting players, and he goes in a Catholic church, and he goes like, "Hell, I grew up Catholic." You yeah. know, and then he goes to, he goes, hell, I grew up Pentecostal. And he says, yeah, yeah. <laughs> you know, I'm, I, I think I'd like the used car salesman. I was going to say, Doug, you, you kind of fit the slimy sales. Oh, I would really like <laughs> to be a college recruiter because you can take off the booster tag and really try and recruit people. Doug could sell salt to a slug. I just oh, want to put this. Look, my ex-wife said you could sell manure to a farm owner. Like, I Eskimos, man. I, look, guys. People see passion. There you go. Hey. There it is. All right, Doug. Well, you got number right. two. Number two, Major League. I can't put that any lower. It was kind of a tie, number it's one. Because, yeah, it's, it's, man, it's hard to put Major League when I watched that as a kid, it just it was awesome. That and was who the, doesn't like Charlie Sheen in that movie? That was one of the first movies I ever 
I watched it so much. I had rented it so much yeah. at the video store. Kids, if you, there used to be these places called video stores. I rented that movie so much at the video store. My mom found it on sale at Walmart and when just Walmart bought it. First came and like, in I like just saved us five hundred dollars a year. Yeah, and mom <laughs> said, "I bought this for you, so you don't have to rent it anymore." I watched Major League so much because I loved that movie. It was so funny. Probably, and this is saying yeah. something for the age. Give them the heater. It's one of the most quotable movies of the oh, age. Oh, to this day. Bob Euchre yeah. in that movie is How good like, was he at that role? He was a very ensemble cast. What, in that, I mean, that's but what he always awesome. does. He's yeah. a baseball now. It, it was so does. good. I like to consider myself the Bob Euchre of Pikeville Sports. <laughs> you know, I played here. I wasn't that good. You know, Bob Euchre played for the Brewers. He wasn't I've heard you called worse things. And, you know, so that, that's kind of what I want to be remembered as. But uh, the Bob Euchre <laughs> of Pottville football. Yeah, hey guys, it looks like I'm out in the front row. <laughs> yeah. All right, Doug. Well, so Major League at number two. Yeah. Can't go wrong with Major League. You'll find that out with me in a few minutes. Um, Mr. Uh, are you done with that, Doug? Should I just give three, four, five since I'm going weirdly in the wrong no, direction? No, no. We're no, having right, too much fun ahead. doing this. All right, hey, you're, you're All right. my turn. It is my your turn. Three. Okay, I'm going a little obscure here. Okay. There was a movie that came out in the 80s. Called Long Gone. Nobody remembers it. No. It, had, it had William Peterson in it, who was uh, the uh, the main guy in C- CSI Las Vegas for years. Uh, and uh, who was else was in that movie? Virginia Madsen was in that movie, and it was about minor league baseball in the Carolinas uh, back in the like fifties and sixties. And it was a really really good show. It was a great movie. I haven't seen that in forever, and I'd love to watch it again. And I watched that. We had just got HBO that summer uh, for the first time. And that movie was on. You remember when we were kids, Doug, HBO played the same movie like every day. Yeah. I watched that movie like every day for like a week. I yeah. loved that movie. All right. My number three. And Doug probably has watched this. Bub, I don't know if you're a big fan of it. But shout out to Blake Branham because we've talked about this movie uh, quite a bit. Dude, how did we not do top five football and basketball movies? We got uh, we're going to. That's coming. It's coming. We've got to do yes. this. Uh, shout out, Blake, because we, quote, we quoted this movie during high school a lot. Uh, number three, Hardball with Keanu Reeves. I've yeah. never watched that movie. All right, let me tell you something. I, I know about it. You know, he's what, he's he, a he's, bookie. Yeah. He gets in trouble, and he needs uh, some money. So he goes to this, you know, guy who's like a leader of a corporation or whatever that gives out loans or whatever, and he says, "All right, I'll make you a deal. I'll give you the money if you coach this little league baseball." Didn't he team. used to be like a real good baseball player. No, 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 he, he was, got in trouble. Yeah, he got in trouble. He got trouble with law. Yeah, yeah. yeah they go, you got a volunteer. No, he got in trouble with his bookies. He got in trouble with his bookies. Wow. They threatened to kill him. He wow. got in two gambling debts that they were th- oh, they were coming okay. to his house to try to but kill him. I thought him. he was like an ex baseball player. No. Okay. And he goes and coaches this baseball team that he didn't want to coach. He falls in love with these inner city Chicago, you know, kids from the hood. And, you know, they As suck. Everybody would. Yeah. I mean, the part the the part in the movie where the kid has his headphones on and he's listening to Big Papa by Notorious B.I.G. and he pitches like a no hitter. And then they take his headphones away and then the whole crowd starts singing Big Papa and he throws another no hitter. I mean, and then, of course, rest in peace, rest in peace to G-Baby. You'll find that out later when you watch this movie. I love this movie. It's my number three. I considered it at number two, but I can't put my number two movie because I could still watch my number two 
today and love it. So go ahead, Doug. Uh, so my number three is uh, Sandlot. Uh, gotta be, you know, if you love sports, you would love that movie, yeah. period. And it's more of a, it's not just the love of the game as, a, as children, but, you know, looking back on it as adults and, yeah. and, and, and knowing how precious that part of your life is. I mean, it's the friendship. You know, it's awesome. From, yeah. You know, so I have to put that in there. I've got people that I play T-ball with in Ohio as a kid that I still talk to this day. Yes. Yeah. T-ball team was instrumental. We were in your awesome. development. Hey, T-ball for life. <laughs> All right, hey, bub. I lived in, I lived in Rio Grande, Ohio at the time. We were the Rio Grays, I believe was our name. We were awesome. All right, bub. What's number three? Or number two. We're on number two now. Yeah, my number two is, okay. I could go, now, you could go with any one of the Kevin Costner trilogy. Absolutely. And, okay, and not be wrong about it. I would agree with any one of them. And anybody who don't know what the Kevin Costner trilogy of baseball movies is, it's Bull Durham, it's Field of Dreams, and it's For Love of the Game. Okay? All three of them, awesome movies. If you watch Field of Dreams, cancel the rest of your day. Okay? (laughs) Cancel the rest of your day. For sentimental reasons. I won't even say Field of Dreams is a baseball movie. I mean, it's a supernatural Baseball's kind of the central part of it, but... For the for sentimental reasons, I'm going with Field of Dreams. Although Bull Durham, you could put on the list. Uh, uh, for love of the game, you could put on. Dude, that's like every guy's fantasy. Yeah. Okay. No, that's I every know. guy's fantasy. It's right a good there. one. You yeah. get in a fight with your wife, and she thinks you're washed up, and she's done with you, and <laughs> she leaves you, and you go out and throw a perfect game, and she comes back to you. You know that that's that that's a dude's love story. Okay. Also, I'm going to say this. Um, my favorite Kevin Costner movie, sports wise, is Ten Cup. But oh, Ten yeah. Cup's a great movie. Okay, uh, I'm sorry, dude. You can't. I can recite that movie. Yeah, oh yeah, yeah. Ten oh, yeah. Cup is an amazing movie. Yeah, you either define yeah. in the in it, when a defining moment comes, you either define the moment or the moment defines you. The end of the movie where he's shooting the shot <laughs> yeah, across yeah, yeah. the water, he breaks all his clubs yeah. except yeah. the seven iron. Yeah. yeah, he's like, I'm still going. I never miss with the seven iron. Man, yeah. when he shot those so many shots, dude, finally got it across. As far the as just baseball movies go, you know, you could you could have any, you could three of your top five could easily be They're very easily the depending on the person. But yeah. I'm just gonna put one on here, and it is Field of Dreams. Okay, Field of Dreams to this day is, I mean, it's just one of the coolest movies ever made. I yeah. love it. So Didn't much. it win an Academy Award? Uh, it fit in. I it think have. it did. I have to research that. And later. you know, you got to think, man. Costner made Field of Dreams in '88, I believe it was, and then a year later, he turns around and makes Bull Durham. Yeah. And you know, so you can and, tell as an actor, and as Bull a Durham person, is a classic. Yeah, yeah he an has a, a look. And I've heard that his dad loved baseball. Yeah. And that might be what drives him back to that genre of movie. Yeah. yeah. All and, right. Uh, you know the whole uh, just, but. I mean, the whole story. Uh, by this time, everybody's seen Field of Dreams. If you if you didn't, you should cancel the rest of your day. Cancel the rest of your because <laughs> you will be. I, if anybody has ever lost their dad, okay, and you've had times in your life where you and your dad have kind of butted heads over things, as most young boys do with their dads, and the end of that movie, you will be a mess. It is. To it this is day, especially being able to talk to your dad at like forty. Yeah. It's different. 
Yeah. You know, it's, I mean, you're it, a man then. You, you know, are. It's, I'm just it's very fascinated. Every time he starts playing catch with his dad at the end, I'm about to lose it, man. Yeah. I, I do lose it. I don't yeah. bite. All right. So I'm one of these dudes that don't like crying during movies. I, I just well, don't. I don't like it either. But yeah. You can't help I understand. It. Sentimental. It has to resonate. Yeah. All right. So my number two, I'm going against all of what you just said with the Costner movies. I'm, I'm, it's, it's, it's a little bit of blasphemy to not put one in there, but I'm not going to because this number two movie to me, I loved it. And I could watch it today. Matter of fact, I might go home and watch it tonight. Uh, Moneyball with Brad Pitt. Uh, Moneyball's a heck of a movie. Okay. It really is. Uh, it the is. reason why I like this movie is it shows that small teams can compete too. And I love the business side of it, and I love the strategy side of it, and you know, going against the norm. That's why I like draft day yeah. in football, even though it's about the freaking Browns. But I mean, I love draft day in football for that reason. I really good movie. All the front office yeah. stuff, the yeah. front office that you don't stuff, see and yeah. fans don't even know about. You know, yeah. back when I was in high school, I wanted to be a player. Now that I'm up older, I want to be a scout. I want to be a front. I want to be involved in sports in when, some way. When You're Jennifer Garner looks yeah. at Kevin Costner again, in <laughs> Kevin Costner's sports movies, dude, God. yeah. But uh, when Jennifer Garner looks at when Kevin Costner looks at Jennifer Garner in that movie and says, "Can we talk about football?" and she looks back at him and says, "We can always talk about football." <laughs> Jr., I, you know, yeah, yeah, yeah I know, <laughs> and, and, and trust me. It took a lot for me to put Moneyball up. I mean, uh, all these movies ahead of that, but hey, I, it's just the way I feel. And Moneyball with Brad Pitt. I mean, just how superstitious. Moneyball's a good movie. Man. Superstitious. Well, how superstitious yeah, me and my brother and, and, are. But, but but Jr. One of the things I loved about that movie is <clears throat> one of the key things in that movie is who can't love baseball. Yeah. All right. And I've caught myself so many times in like August, like. We even have turf now, yeah. and I still smell the football. I, I don't know why. It's like I thought it was the grass. It's not because now we have artificial turf. Yeah, and I remember I've walked down to there so many times and go, "Who can't love football?" You know, and it, yeah. it, it, it that that resonated with me. Who can't love sports? Yeah, I mean, you could sit here and argue about sports for three hours. Well, the cold, the, the and cool we thing have. about money yeah. ball is that you know, kind of like a league of their own. It's and eight men out. It's one hundred percent true. 100% it is, true. and it's here's another reason. It's about a little guy who found a way to beat big guys. Yeah. All right. The longest winning streak in AL history. You know, 20 yeah. games in the majors. Getting misfits. Yeah. On a team. Just complete misfits. The first baseman couldn't throw a ball. Yeah. With nerve damage. Yeah. I, know. <laughs> I mean, I love that movie. And I'll. that's one of my top all-time baseball movies. Other than my number one. Jonah, Jonah Hill was really good in that movie. Jonah yeah. Hill was yeah. good in that movie. Yeah. Um, you know, just the way he had to go up against all of his scouts and everything. Hey, we're doing it this way, or you can you can leave. Yeah, you know that Whoa, was so uh, cool. Again, change of culture. Yeah, now, you're gonna have that pushback when mm -hmm. you try and change the culture of anything. Well, you have to change the culture when the New York Yankees are signing guys to five hundred million yeah, dollar contracts. They just raid your team every year. Yeah, when you're good. Yeah, yeah. so but, that's my number two. Okay, so Heath, sorry, I'm gonna tap in because my brain just went dead. What's the one where Kevin Costner throws the perfect game? Uh, for love of the game. Love of the game. Okay. That's my number four. Okay. All right. Because this is something that fascinates me because when I look back, and granted, I was never a major league pitcher, or football, but personally, the performances that, that 
I felt were some of my best, it always bothered me because I didn't pay attention to them, you know? And it's rare that during the moment, you understand how important the moment is. Yeah. You know? And that was his last game. You know, it was. Spoiler and, and he's, here, he's like but... the whole movie, he's thinking about his whole career. Yeah. But, and, but and well, maybe... not just his whole career, yeah. but but his time with Kelly mm-hmm. Preston. Yeah. And, and, Kelly and you know, his, his dead parents, you know, he sees yeah. them in the stands. And, you know, and, and one of the things I loved about basketball was I kind of treated it as a church in a way. Not to be blasphemous, but it right. just was a place, kind of a, sorry, you call me Zen master stuff, whatever. But I just mean like I could just like it could be the craziest crowd ever, and it just went tunnel vision, you know. And and I liked the way that movie was. Okay, made. I got to drive a race car at Daytona about five or six years ago. Okay, I remember that. And when I got in and started the motor, and they told me I could pull off pit road and get onto the track, I said three words: clear the mechanism. <laughs> <laughs> so yes, I, I love that movie. Yeah. That, it was. It's a good one. I, I, and you're you're at the end of your career, and and maybe that's why because by then you start appreciating it a little more. Yeah, and that's what I like about it because I think not enough. Like I see these high school guys do have a great game and not really resonate with us. Like who's next? You know, or and the stress is so high. It. it I like those movies that kind of slow it down a little bit. That movie also introduced me to Cal Naughton Jr. <laughs> <laughs> that dude has been in everything. John C. Riley has been in every oh. good movie in like 30 Step years. Brothers was his greatest. He was in Days of Thunder. Yeah. He was in uh, uh, Boogie Nights. He was in Step Brothers. Was, you can't take our magic. Yeah. yeah. Hey. Remember that time we Don't were inside? our magic. Hey, Bob, you remember that time in science class we were playing with matchball cards? <laughs> <laughs> Who's an idiot now? Cal. What? Nothing. I love you. I feel like this is taking longer than it should. <laughs> like, like, you can't talk about Boogie Nights on this podcast, but. As adults, it, yeah, it's hilarious. Yeah, hey, hey, uh, how do you? You got the touch, <laughs> hey, <laughs> Bub. How do you? Uh, t- and the karate. How do you turn down? How do you, how do you turn up the stereo and the TV at the same time? Wow. Why would you want to do that? Because I like to party. Yeah. <laughs> yes, yes. John, John C. Riley is yeah. an acting legend, and then of course Step Brothers. But Dad, boy. are you going to invest in the company or not? <laughs> <laughs> Prestige worldwide. <laughs> But, Possibly uh, you. Yeah. <laughs> All, right. Um, All right. So who's up next is Bub with your number one. I have a tie for number one. I couldn't decide between. Dude, you're not allowed to do ties. I could have done like three ties. I couldn't do it. I just couldn't do it. Number one, and I just I had it's it, it's and it's my list on on our well, my show, number on five is two ties on our show. Well, shut up, Doug. <laughs> anyway, I it's a it's a tie. I just could not. You know, I mean, I could flip a coin, but I mean, I I did flip a coin, but it, it just I was like, man, I can't. I have a tie at number one. The tie is major league. Agree. I, I mean, dude, uh, okay. it, I don't know how you're not one or two there. It has. to I be, mean, dude, yeah. the 1988-89 year, uh, you know that that you know from like summer of '88 till summer of '89. You know, like I said, that was the greatest year for baseball movies ever. It was awesome. Field of Dreams, Bull Durham, and Major League all come out within that year. And, uh, you know, Major League, like I said, one of the most quotable movies of the 80s. You can go, me, (laughs) Doug, this will bring back some memories for you. Me, Ross Childers, Dayton Jones, and, yeah, all three of us. And, yeah, Willie Bartley. 
would sit around in football practice and do nothing but quote Major League from like beginning to end. And they should have been going, how can we not let Doug get killed? <laughs> Wait, that was my pre-quarterback years. Yeah, yeah, yes. you were tied in there. So, yeah, yeah we, we didn't really care about you. But, <laughs> uh, but <laughs> What's your, all right, what's the tie? Uh, the tie is Major League and the natural. Okay. Oh, it's a t- See, you see what I was, the conundrum yeah. that I was under. Roy Hobbs is hard to go against. Nothing like a farm. Uh, you know, I mean, that movie, both the of bat. those movies are just yeah. such classics. Yeah. You can't, I mean, not just baseball movies, but just movies in general. But, you know, Major League is one of the funniest movies ever. You know, you know, Willie Mays Hayes. I play like Mays, but I run like Hayes, you know, and all this stuff. Yeah. You may play like Maze, but you run like a shit. The best yeah. is when the dude comes out of prison. Uh, Charlie Shannon. Yeah. He's like a garbage bag holding his clothes. He's like, I'm here for camp. Rick Vaughn. We don't know where he played in his offseason. California ball. Penal yeah. League. Before you get to that, you know what my number one is? What? I want to do this one quote. Well, there's only one thing left to do. Win the whole freaking thing. Yeah. And you know what? Every time I hear that, I get pumped up. <laughs> hey, bartender, Joe Bo needs a refill. <laughs> Dude, listen, that movie is so quotable oh, that, yes. I mean, it, it was when Bub introduced me to that movie, I hate, I, I was against baseball movies. I was against baseball anything. I didn't want anything to do with it. He said, watch it. You mean to tell me that the Lord can't hit a curveball? <laughs> <laughs> I see. That's so good, though. Yeah. Because he's like old. <laughs> that pitcher's using Bengay. He's like, Dude, you rub Bengay on Bengay. the ball? Got a little Bengay here. Got a little bar Dude, all there. The funniest part of that movie got to me. Got a little me, jalapeno on my nose there. Hey, the funniest part of that movie to me is at the end of it when they win. Spoiler alert. Yeah. And the, I can't remember. What's the catcher's name? Uh, Jack Taylor. And the, and the third baseman's name? Uh, Roger Dorn. Roger Dorn. Dorn. Yeah. Dorn. And he goes over and that gives him a big hug. He's like, yeah! No, 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 no. <laughs> no, no, no. Oh, that's that Charlie like Sheen. Because Charlie oh, Sheen. Oh, no, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Yeah, it was yeah. Charlie Sheen. Hold on. And he gives Charlie. Charlie. Yeah. yeah, hold on carefully. Charlie Add Sheen. An extramarital affair. Charlie yeah. Sheen. Fa- Charlie. Wife. Corbin Burnson, who was Roger Dorn on the show, on the movie, his uh, wife finds out that he's fooling around on her. She sees yeah. it on television. That yeah. He's walking around, kissing around on some other woman. So she decides she's going to go out and get somebody. Well, in the movie... Uh, Rick Vaughn and Roger Dorn hate each other. They so, hate it. One's like looking at the stock market. <laughs> He's at the end of his career. Yeah. This Rick Vaughn just got out of prison. Yeah. It's yeah. his first year in the major. He's like cut your, Who cut your hair, Rook? Vegematic? <laughs> they just clash personality wise. Yeah. And that's who she decides she's going to pursue. Yeah. So anyway, and she goes home and tells Wait, her husband without Rick Vaughn knowing who she yeah. is. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I didn't know who she was. <laughs> I swear to God. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and then they give each other a big hug at the end of the movie, and then he just punches him in the face. <laughs> he gets up, he's like all woozy. He's like, "All right, yeah. <laughs> let me hear you, Cleveland." <laughs> Dude, you could go on and on and on about Major League. I mean, from yeah, it's pretty good. You know, Joe Boo. You know, I <laughs> I do it myself. You know, from from that to you know. Uh, <laughs> oh, you could go for an hour. And yeah, half. I could uh, recite the whole movie. Yes. I mean, I mean forget really the curveball, Ricky. Give him the heater. I mean, anything like that. Every time somebody <laughs> says it, I hear Adam Hall saying it. Yeah, he used to say, "Oh, uh, yeah." Adam Hall was in that with us too. Yeah. We would always do it. And, 
He told me that once in a basketball Lou Brown, game. Lou Brown was the manager was so funny in that movie because Hey, how would you like to manage the Indians? He's working at like a tire store. Yeah. I don't know. <laughs> I got somebody on the other line about some white walls. I'll look, talk to you later. Look, the worst part is one time Adam Hall and got it. Look, he 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 played on our basketball team. All, you know, he was like a year ahead of me. We were in the same grade in elementary, but uh, for real, in a district tournament one time, and we all have the same friend group. We were in the district tournament, like fourth quarter, two minutes left, and he's like, "Dougie, give him the heaters," and I was like, "What?" What's that mean about you? Mean she lay up like what's that mean, man? Like, but it's so quotable. Like, yeah, in any sport, that's a great play. Never freaking do it again. <laughs> <laughs> oh man, yeah. a lot of those. I want to go home and watch Major League. Uh, yep, yep. I don't know why I can recite. But it ladies and gentlemen, if you didn't know, Major League is my number yeah, one. A, I is, mean, it's the greatest baseball movie. These ever. guys aren't it, so stinking good. It's funny. But yet it's serious at the same time. And I mean, you can't. It's been one of our top three in every one, one of our picks. Yeah. Okay, okay. I and mean, then, and then the natural, like yeah. I said, dude, it's just a phenomenal it movie. If, and hey. these kids might not know about. It. Let me get to my five. Okay, my number five is Ty Natural and Bull Durham. Yeah. Okay. Uh, and you can't. I, yeah. You can't argue with any either one of those. Bull Durham was just. It is a baseball movie, but it shows you the non-glamorous side of getting to uh, to be in the major leagues. Yeah. And how to develop young talent and how crazy they are. It's almost like great talent is courted by craziness. Yeah. And I've seen that so many times in college football. Like, as a player, some of the greatest talents are complete whack jobs. Yeah. <laughs> I can't believe Randy Tim, Moss is on TV right now. Tim Robbins is so good in that movie. Yeah, it was perfect. I mean, perfect. And I, hey, real quick, I wanted to put this point out there about Major League. Can you imagine in that movie when they were shooting it how Charlie Sheen had to feel when 30,000 or however many people's in the stands and they all start singing Wild Thing as he's coming out to that song. How pumped up he probably Wait, had to the be. The weird part is the intimidation. Can you imagine being a batter with the black glasses of skull and bones on the Dude, middle? Hey, let me tell you something. You remember I played in Rex Specs, right? Yeah. I went before <laughs> my senior year. I went to Mark Myers, the eye doctor here in town. Yeah. I said, I want you to make me some glasses like Rick Vaughn has in Major League. He laughed. He said, Heath, I can't do that. <laughs> I said, I bet please. You find them, I said, I want them with like the big skull in the center of it. Still, I want to play in that. And he's like, Heath, I can't do that, man. I don't even know where to begin to no. do that. And uh, he's like, he's like, are you sure? I was like, dude, I'm positive. I'll wear them even when I'm not playing. That'd you know, awesome. it's funny you mentioned him, Heath, because in my life, um, he played a huge role too oh, in I love basketball. Myers, and the weird part is, he is so under the radar. You know, he was a lot yeah, of people's so eye okay, doctor, yeah. and he's a quiet guy. But I'm telling you, he was a great basketball player, and he helped so many of us as young basketball players and as a doctor. Like, man, yeah. he's one of the legends in yeah. pop. Oh, he helped me a ton. He helped I, JR. I, I mean, for he's real. helped everybody. I mean, he would pull me aside and back, like, hey, you got to do this, this, and this. But he was such a kind guy. He's like, amazing. a great person. I used to kid him all the yeah. time because when he was younger and he wore those glasses, I used to tell him he looked like Keith Olbermann <laughs> all the time. I was like, hey, Doc, say, they're not going to get him. <laughs> Back before Keith Olbermann lost his ever-loving mind. So. Yeah, now he's crazy. Yeah. But to end you know, the end this uh, great segue that we had with the baseball movies here, because I think we just had a lot of fun doing that. Um, 
I'm sure that there's one quote in Major League that people use for us all the time. Yeah, these guys ain't too freaking good. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, somebody, somebody the other day told me, they, they said, uh, it's funny because we went to a little kid's birthday party and uh, Jeff Akers, my brother-in-law, right? yeah. me and Allison walk in and uh, he goes, oh, the professional partiers are here. And I was like, <laughs> no one's ever called me a professional. You don't ever say yeah. that. Yeah, <laughs> cuss me like that. Well, don't cuss us don't, like don't, that. Do not say words like that. Well, Guys, okay, now we are leaving off of in like honorable mentions. You know, there's it's not necessarily a baseball movie because it was about his life after baseball, but Cobb Great with uh, Tommy Lee Jones and Robert Wall in hey, it. Hey, Babe Ruth movies with uh, uh, John Goodman. John Goodman and, was good. Uh, yeah. it just is a, it, it's not my top. Yeah, I wouldn't put it top five. There uh, were a Pride. few scenes and bench warmers that were okay. Yeah, but bench I'm not- warmers. Pride of the Yankees Can with you Gary believe Cooper. Bad news, bad news Bears didn't get in the top Yeah, five. I like that was before my time. It I was, watched the but movie. It reminds me of our Little League football teams. Yeah, it kind of yeah. does. A little except, bit. Except they start winning at the end. Well, Hardball <laughs> to me was kind of like a a little bit of Bad News Bears in a different way. But I just liked Hardball better. I'm sorry. You know, it just it just it resonated with me a little bit more. And it was during my time. Yeah. So also I want to leave these listeners. Uh, with a hilarious thought in their mind, and I want you to visualize this. I took Henry McNamee and Seth Paul <clears throat> in court. It was his birthday yeah. down to Gatlinburg. Yeah, you used to you you tell know, us about yeah. that. The water slide place, right? Yeah. These kids bugged me for like two days. Like, you got to go down the big one with us, right? Boys, they got me out at 9 o'clock in the morning. Put me on this yellow inner tube. And the weight limit is like 700 pounds, right? Yeah. And I'm like, Henry looks at me and goes, you think we got it? And I'm like, it's going to be close, bro. It's going to be close. So we get up there. We're 690. Me, oh, yeah. All right. We get on this float. They proceed to push me down the most scary water slide. I know. I wrote, I wrote that thing. I ended up in lodge. a funnel, yeah. dude. And I was just scr- you know, and they thought it was hilarious, but I'm like, okay, I'm done. Okay, and, going back to the room. For those that don't know, there's there's like about a foot and a half drop, but when you're in there, it, it looks feels, like about a twenty foot. It feels drop. like we broke the sound barrier. Yeah, and the girl at the top goes, "He goes way a lot. You're gonna go fast." And I'm yeah. like, I've got metal hips. You can't. When do we that hit to me. when I hit the bottom, it was me and Corbin. That was when Corbin was young. He wasn't very big. And I, when we hit the bottom of that thing, I fell off the inner tube. And I, I really never thought we were going to get out of it. It just felt like we were spinning around I'm, in a blender. I'm hanging on there like a professional bull rider trying not to get thrown, you know. And it, it was, Henry actually fell off. Yeah, yeah. And made it down like 10 seconds later. But it was bad. It, it wasn't good. But, well, but memory, memories made. Absolutely. All right, guys. That is the first episode of baseball. But you're, you're forgetting also proud of the Yankees with Gary Cooper, man. Today, I consider myself the luckiest man. man. Yeah, it was about Lou Gehrig. We, uh, we also watch a lot of movies on this podcast, so yes. Yes, we're going to keep uh, we're gonna keep this up. We need to do it with football and basketball. Definitely. Well. Yeah. The pro cannot wait for football movies. Yeah, oh, football, yeah. basketball. We're, we're, we're going to fight over football movies. I, I got a feeling. It All takes right. way less for me and Heath to fight. Yeah, the football movies are going to get interesting. Yeah, all right. All right, guys, that's going to be the end of our first baseball episode. We tried to do the best we could. Shout out to our baseball team, Tate Lakin, Blake Birchfield, Brody, uh, not Brody, uh, excuse me, uh, shoot, Clark. 
Brady Clark. Brady, Brady Clark. Clark. I'll get it out Sam here. Sam Wright. Sam Wright. Lotto. All those boys doing a terrific job. Also, shout out to the softball team. We'll try and get a few yeah. of them over for a yeah. show. Yeah. Uh, I'm going to be on vacation next week, I think. So yeah. Next but, week? Yeah, I, okay. I think. It's like 28. Yeah. So, you know, we hope we did all right. Hope you guys enjoyed it. And if uh, it was bad, we do at least hope it was entertaining. Yeah. Well, if mean, you're driving to work or something, this is a blast. There you oh, go. 100%. And uh, also, uh, shout out to our sponsors again Bruce Walters Ford. Oh, I got to mention this. Big Bowls Edition basketball game have, went down today. All right. Yeah. Last night, the gauntlet got thrown out, JR. Oh, God. EB Walters challenged Bruce, his dad, and. Steve Trivet to a two-on-two game with uh oh what's our guy played for us with a friend uh two-on-two old me and I, I told him I was like you can't be old man basketball I mean you've got the lungs and legs but they've got the skill and communication yeah experience old men won <laughs> yeah by two and old men have a lot of rage built up you know they they've yeah. been married for a long time and got house payments and stuff it's, yeah you know. It, you got a lot of rage built. Youth has the athleticism. Uh, older gentlemen have the experience. That was treachery. And yeah. I've heard grumblings that we may start a little outdoor league this summer. Oh, uh, almost a little uh, AAU type deal with a few kids in pop well, just twenty. Well, now I know people are going to get shot. Well, I'm just, I'm just, I'm throwing it out there. There's a couple of us talking about it. Yeah. That, that, hey, start AAU. We don't want to start an AAU team. Can't we do like four teams and let's play outside? We'll get the city put up good rims. You know, that needs to happen. Those double rims, no good anymore. Listen, yeah. I don't see enough kids outside playing basketball. And that's what nowadays. we're trying to do. And I right heard some, man, because it, it, it goes back to the AU yeah. thing. Yeah. It's helicopter parenting, man. Oh, we don't want you to play out there unorganized and have any fun. Come in this gym. You know, it's got to be about college. And Oh, I promise you, you come play for me, boys. I'll teach you a little something about that. Man, the funnest times, some of the funnest times of my childhood was getting a bunch of dudes out there and playing a game of pickup yeah. basketball so, outside. Metal yeah. rims. Some of them didn't yeah. even have a net. Oh, I mean, the Papa College gym? I, my DNA is in that asphalt. Yeah. Listen, yeah. so keep your ears open. I my, might have, mine is up at Bob Amos. I might have an announcement in another week or two that, you know, 2025, however many we get, Put a little summer league together. I'll, I'll be calling you know. the games. A yeah. And also, we're not going to interfere with the high school team, but it might be 16 and under, you know, these 8th, 9th, 10th, 11th grade, you know, right around there. So keep uh, your ears I'll open. I'll be doing my I'll best have, Dickie uh, B. Yeah. Doug Powers, he's too old. He can't do it uh, no more. Yeah. I'll be like, <laughs> I'm strictly coaching. Strictly, <laughs> strictly coaching. I, I was getting ready to say if Doug was played, I'd be like, well, all right, Doug's hobbling off the floor. Must be, must be his hip. <laughs> it's got to be his hip. And I totally forgot to make a joke about Scott County, and I'm I'm sorry. What uh, when we uh, you were talking about the Scott County game when they played us? Now in baseball we'd beat them, but now you take Parks to a Toyota Camry out there, and I guarantee you they'd have that <laughs> thing up in five minutes. Yeah, there you go. All right. So yet again, congratulations to Bruce on his victory. And uh, uh, over his son. The crushing victory over your son. Yeah. And also, remember, if you go to his car lot and you want to buy a Kia, you get free oil changes for the duration of the vehicle for life. They got some other sick... And, and don't play them in basketball. Yeah. And as the kids say, they got some sick vehicles over there. Yeah, they're so, sick. Yeah. Hey, back when I was growing up, if you said a car was sick, that was bad. Yeah. But, you had to go to the mechanic. Yeah. So... 
or, or no, I'm sorry, the kids say lit. Now they got some lit vehicles over there, so go check them out. What are they on fire? I think so. Call the fire department. Um, also, uh, thank you to Faith Pharmacy. Uh, if you like Bub said, you need some ace bandages. If you need some, uh, you know, you need your prescription filled. Anything like that, novelty are they, are they items. Lit, are they a lit pharmacy? It's a lit pharmacy. Okay. Um, and also, if you're in the bathroom and you need some toilet paper because they accidentally run out, they I've been over before, and some of them were kind of half lit. But I mean, I don't, I don't know anything <laughs> about that. But, but I'm, I'm kidding. I'm kidding. But they'll help you out in any way they can. Great group of people. Always friendly when you walk through the door. And then, of course, our old buddy over here, Rhino, JP, and Mark, First Guard, First Guard Fence. They will fix your fence, and they will do a great job. Doug's fence looks. Oh, they are amazing. Attention. Look, they they run. I mean, their attention to detail is amazing. Yeah, it's, it's perfect. They do a heck of a job. They do a heck of a job. Now, boys, let's go pull. Let's let's go move some pool furniture. Sure. Okay. All right. <laughs> so that's an episode, guys. First baseball episode. I thought it went pretty well. Doug, don't you have young children to do that or something? Nah, they're lazy. Oh. Uh, but uh, to we uh, we love you guys. Great episode. We're going to. We might not be on next week. We might. We don't know. We might take some time off. But when we do come back, you're going to get a special episode. I promise you. Oh, it's definitely. always special with us. And when your wife Keith leaves a post-it note that says "Move the pool furniture" in all caps with an exclamation mark, yeah, you move it. Okay, you got to. All right, guys. <laughs> we love you. And at the end of the day, hell, Pikeville.